0: Welcome. This is the Lone Star Actual Play Shatter Run Podcast. I'm Vox. Today, the task force digs into their task, following up on psychometric impressions, confronting contacts, harassing clerks, and with luck, booking some bad guys.
1: All right, there we go. So everybody's mics are working, the server's working. Everyone's got access to the Google Doc and map and everything. Yep. All right. So the date is October thirtieth, twenty seventy four, and it is a Tuesday, the day before Halloween. Ah, uh, nuts. I believe this would be the uh, the day after you guys got your uh, assignment <coughs> and uh, where you are assigned to a task force and uh, provided with your fancy office on the eighth floor with the sinister vending machines. And uh, about what time in the morning are you guys um, showing up to work?
2: I'm sure I show sure up I right should... and early, probably get in a few minutes early. So I'll be ready to work when it's time, not just showing up then like some slackers probably do.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure if I wasn't told to be in any particular place at any particular time, I am out wandering the streets.
4: I got to swing by and pick up uh... LT, so you know, we'll be in whenever he's ready to be picked up, but I'll be at his house beforehand, ready, waiting. I'm
2: gonna sigh. Oh, sorry, I'm gonna sigh again and uh start covering for Holmes by filling out some of his paperwork. So if anybody asks, he uh he just
5: stepped out,
6: right? (laughs) 0800, bunch of soy calf and a box of donuts in hand.
5: Uh, Well, after Julie draws me off at home, uh, I'll go with uh, Billy. Nice.
1: All right, so most of you are in your office on the eighth floor of the Lone Star HQ in uh, Dallas. And uh, yeah, this is the first time you've kind of gotten together to get to work on your assignment, which is to (laughs) track down, uh, find out and apprehend uh, whoever's responsible for supplying a large number of gang members with, um, well,
5: particularly illegal heavy
1: weapons that they then used to, um, attack various points in the city.
5: Billy, where's our task
1: board?
4: Um, you know, I was going to drop a requisition for that, but I started thinking about all the money that we have in, um, uh, the account for things that we could get, and I started thinking about drones, and I sort of got sidetracked. Sorry, lieutenant I'll go get one right now. That's what I meant to say. I'll go get it right now.
1: Your office is uh, already sort of equipped with regular sort of regular officey type supplies. Uh, you know, desks, tables, chairs, um, whatever equivalent of a smart whiteboard system uh, there is that you have for a. Uh, you know, different monitors and such, uh, you know, Tridio display built into the conference table, all that fancy stuff. It's not going to have to figure into
5: your uh, starting budget. Uh, who else is here?
1: I am.
6: Oh, I let am. me
2: change my name again here.
6: In here by who's here as of 0800, I'm there. Talk to, you talk about other Lone Star officers who may not be in this uh, fun little group. I think everybody's there
1: except for Detective Holmes.
5: Okay, so just the five of us? We don't have any administrative staff?
1: Well, you don't really see any administrative staff running around. You could probably, uh, you could probably uh, wrangle your helpful desk jockey, um,
3: uh, Buckner.
6: No, no, no.
3: Yeah, I thought we moved him like further down in the basement. <laughs>
1: He's definitely been, you know, seen occasionally lurking around the, the, uh, your office area, usually with cups
5: of soy calf.
0: Yeah, he offer. just gets more exercise now.
5: Well, I have to admit, he's not the kind of assistant we want to stare at all day.
6: What are you insinuating there, LT? Yeah, exactly.
5: Do you want to stare at him all day?
0: Hmm, good point.
6: No, but you're implying that we need someone that we can't stare at all day to, like, uh, brighten up this uh, place?
5: That's why you're here.
6: <laughs> well shoot lieutenant I'm glad you think I'm, an, I'm glad you feel that way. You make a guy feel welcome.
5: Okay, I think this is the part where you put pictures with question marks and draw lines between other boxes with question marks and then we figure out what's going on and some kind of deep web of a conspiracy thing, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it had something to do with like pictures on the wall and, you know, push pins and thread.
5: Well, well since uh, our holographic projector Seems to be on the fritz. We might need to do that.
6: Can't hack... Oh, you want to go old school? Nope, can't <laughs> hack that now, can they?
5: Not unless they use that fire axe on the wall over there.
6: Well, lieutenant we're going to start putting names down. We need to start figuring out which names we're going to go with. So we got any leads on this thing yet, or we're just going to start to pick a gangbanger at random and just start shaking it down, see what they know.
5: Well, I believe we have the files from about three weeks of investigation into all those people that were shooting things. Now, we know they're all foot soldiers, so they all go down at the bottom here. And then we're probably going to build a pyramid as we work our way up. And then when we get to the top of the pyramid or somewhere in there, when we've got enough of this pyramid, they'll say, stop.
6: You know, stop somewhere.
5: Anybody know how to pull all these files and... To re-
3: Go get Buckner.
6: <laughs>
0: One, two, three, not it. Not it. I'm gonna go make some coffee.
3: I feel like this is an appropriate time that Holmes would come strolling in. <laughs> <laughs> There's your man. Holmes, Holmes,
4: uh,
3: LT wants you to go get Buckner. Chortle. All the way down in the basement. Yeah, that's what he said, yeah. He let out of an exasperated sigh, set down his <laughs> soy <bucks. laughs> coffee, not the Stucker Shack coffee, because he's learned his lesson. <laughs> and go through the task of working up the energy to get to Buckner. <laughs> yeah, and about that time Buckner actually uh, shows up uh, right
1: behind you, he's got a couple of uh, said like a drink carrier with some soy calf uh, cups in it. He says, oh, hey, uh, I thought I'd uh, see if you guys needed any soy calf. Uh, how's, the, uh, how's the investigation going? You guys have any leads yet? Buckner
5: <laughs> Buckner, I thought you were learning how to run my espresso machine.
0: The espresso machine works on as uh Nina's over there making coffee
5: yeah uh,
1: i I tried to make the coffee with that, but um it just kept making all these hissing sounds and spitting out uh spitting out like uh, I don't know what, but it wasn't
5: coffee
0: <sighs> black gold's what that is that's
5: what we want, Buckner, the good stuff uh. All right. Well, I'll ignore your failure to learn how to run something in the office. If you can set up the whatever it is we need to run the, the task board, we put all those pictures up or for our investigation, whatever we call that. You mean the, the Trid display? Yeah, the Trid display. Oh,
1: uh, he walks up and presses a couple buttons on the console and the Trid display comes to life.
5: Excellent. Now we need the files on everybody that was captured and interrogated uh, for the events uh, that we're investigating.
1: Uh, right. So um, all the files from the, the, the guys that have been captured from the thing? That's right, Buckner. Uh. Okay. I think, uh, just give me a sec here. He uh, manipulates some uh, controls that are uh, in the holographic display and uh, pulls up some files. H- here we go. Looks like they're already in the directory for your uh, uh, computer here. Excellent. Uh,
7: There's
1: not, really not very many of them. Uh, most of them were killed. I think uh, you guys were the ones who actually pulled in the most uh, live captures.
4: That's because we are professionals, Buckner. Actually,
5: I was saving ammo. Alright, uh, so on our team we have a couple of dips who are well-trained in investigation. Here's uh, our material. Line them up. Show them what we need to do. I look forward to your analysis.
1: All right. So, yeah, there's really not much info other than what you've already gotten off of your uh, prior interrogations. That seemed like they pretty well broke and gave you the info uh, that you asked for. Um, You've got their um, information, their newly assigned criminal sins, you know the list of uh, charges that are against them, um, the their testimony, which again just sort of it's basically kind of a repeat of what they already told you, as well as a location
3: for their uh, their gang hideout, which is uh are they which all, is Southern Denver. Are they all from the same gang? Like everybody that we've picked up? Yeah. And the do we have off. any intel on anything other than just? the low level grunts that we got, like do we know anybody that might be considered middle management? Yeah,
1: this gang is uh actually really small time. I mean something like big like this goes down, you, you kind of expect some of the bigger gangs like the Bushmasters or the feathered uh to be in on this. But uh, all the gangs that we're attacking seem to be uh pretty much like small time street thug sorts.
6: Well here's crazy any of Go ahead there detective.
3: I was going to say in any of the uh hardware that we confiscated were we able to trace any of that back to a common point of sale origin distribution they were pretty much uh, like
1: all the uh, all the weapons were uh cleaned of any distinctive you know both uh literally and electronically the serial numbers are filed off
4: do we know of any uh like heavy weapons shipments that were hijacked recently. That's what I
5: use. So, Buckner, can you do a square with a question mark and where did the guns come from? All right, so he does up
1: a square with a question mark and typed in where did the guns come from.
5: Okay, and now we need another box that uh, this is what we're going to do. We're now going to check for guns that were stolen that might match these, right? That's what
4: you
1: said, so, detective. So by box, do you mean uh, another square or a three-dimensional cube?
5: The cubes that's made of, uh, like, six squares on the side, right? Uh, yeah. What's the standard one that we're supposed to use? Uh, I'm not sure I understand. Uh, there's standard... You, just, well, you said a, a box, thri- so... Since uh, we're in 3D, we might as well make it 3D, huh? Okay. He makes a 3D cube... I forgot what I was supposed to write next to it. That's one of the things we're going to do, is try and match this lot of guns that were used in this against any known lost shipments of guns, if anybody actually bothered to report that. All right. So he writes, lost
6: shipments, question mark? Interesting little question for everybody here. Uh, while all this was going on, get what other crimes was happening at the same time? We know about the... Uh, Jewel Heist and everything like that, the one we interrupted. What about the rest of them? Is there anything else going on that just happened to be coincidence at the time?
5: Well, I believe there was the bank and the Museum of Art and HQ. Uh, can we list out all of the locations?
6: Yeah, because uh, all of those seem mostly diversionary in nature, kind of like they're getting us to look in another direction in an extreme way. I was just wondering, maybe it might not be a bad idea to take a look at you know, maybe some of the other things that might have been called in that may not have been uh, high on the priority list at the time, or maybe just flat out ignored that we never got to. It might be nothing, but it might show something.
5: Officer Garrett, am I understanding that you're suggesting we look for other unsolved crimes and the ones that we're investigating to solve?
6: Well, I'm not saying we stick our nose in places it shouldn't belong, but I'm saying that we just take a look at what's going on in the big picture. We might fall, find some smaller pieces of the overall puzzle.
5: Well, that's a great theory, Officer Garrett. But I don't want to put... If we start doing all the unknown crimes that we have out there, I don't think we have room.
6: Well, shoot, Lieutenant. That should take just no, just a quick little matrix search right there of our phone records and everything. We can cross-check them with everything that, we, everything that came across the desk and dispatch. So it shouldn't take much more than a couple seconds. I'm sure Buckner can handle
3: it. Does Buckner look like he's lost at this point? He's, uh, starting to look confused now, uh, some of this. I'm gonna go up to Buckner and, um, kind of not so subtly shove him out of the way and say, Buckner, go back to the basement. And then I'm <laughs> going to take over his you. job.
1: Right, uh, right then. Well, if you guys need any more help, uh, just, uh, you know, you know where to find me. Yes, great, thank you. All right. So the list of places that were hit, uh, if you sort of bring them up, um, was the um, you know, the city hall, or rather the Capitol building, the city hall, uh, Kellerman's Fine Jewelry, of course, which you guys went to, uh, the first Third Bank of the CAS, uh, Dallas Museum of Art, and uh, various other um, various other locations with a uh, sort of high dollar value items. But those first few are the most prominent. The rest are, are basically bunch of stores, stores and shops and things, uh, all pretty much within the, uh, the main circle of New Dallas proper or just outside of it. and uh, most of them were hit and uh, people you know they were pretty well cleaned out of anything that was reasonably uh, portable and of value and they got out with them at the uh, at the uh, first third bank of the CAS they were stopped in a bloody gunfight and uh, you a know, number of officers and lots of gangers were killed the Dallas Museum of Art there was a bloody altercation uh, a lot of art was uh, was uh, made off with but um, also uh, a lot of the gangers were stopped so it was sort of a partial success and of course uh, City Hall uh, the violence was stopped there and uh, Kellerman's Fine Jewelry, well you were there as well so that, that place is uh, pretty well taken care of and the jewelry recovered
5: uh, so Tony, I, I add another cube, um, cross check against other crimes that may have occurred during this time in the downtown Dallas area.
3: Hey, with my uh, my computer whiz skills, can I make us a three D map of well, kind of like an overview map of Dallas Fort Worth area, and all of our major incident crimes highlighted, and then everything that's been reported within twenty four hours before and after kind of like the big event that we have not linked specifically to this big event. Uh, should give me a computer check.
1: One second. Since you're running a matrix search. Oh, it's computer right. plus intuition. Okay. All right. I got three hits. Okay. Yeah. So the initial, uh, few minutes or so, the, um, what uh, comes back from your search is, um, uh, just basically all the, uh, main points that were hit. Um, have to, I guess, take some more time to do some more searching to uh, get any get any deeper than the sort of big obvious stuff.
5: So usually, when there's these crimes and theft, uh, most of these stolen goods have they been distributed out to the normal channels? We've been able to track it down. For example, Is next step going example, to be look at fences. Well, for example, just, um, just like Garrett said, this might be in a cover of a crime, all this crime may be in a cover for a specific theft. I
2: you know somebody did a, uh, a bit of an interrogation on uh, one of our suspects, didn't they? Uh, did you guys pull up any information about where they got the guns from at that time?
3: I believe it was from a Rusty, who was also in custody.
5: Well, I mean, basically, these are guys that show up with guns, don't tell them who you are, and say, go have fun. And that's what
3: they did. Cliff, with the uh, analytical uh, mind uh, perk, I guess, can I do any kind of on-the-fly analysis to see, do, does any of this point to any kind of pattern other than what we already know? Okay, yeah, the, uh, the pattern that you seem
1: to be seeing at this moment was that there was a uh, very high-profile assault on the Capitol building, uh, which was meant to draw a large number of forces to it so that a large number of other, uh, essentially, heists could be pulled off all at once. It's definitely unusual that, well, for one, uh, these are pretty small-time gangers who te- typically don't think big or organize, uh in this way, uh, and that they were... Largely from a lot of different gangs that wouldn't normally associate with each other, so the logistical, um, you know, the logistical uh, planning or the requirements for pulling off the timing of this are uh, pretty amazing. You know, that, so
3: that that's that's above and beyond the fact that just they they had such significant hardware as well. Does it does it look like all of these jobs that were done? I mean, we had the attack on City Hall to kind of draw everybody's attention there or any of the uh, ancillary crimes, um, was it all just like retail space? So it was smash and grab, jewelry, br- breaking in the banks, or were there any higher-profile corporate entries?
1: Yeah, tell you, look, um, th- there weren't really any like really high-profile corporate. Uh, the, the, I guess the second most high-profile high places besides City Hall would be uh, the bank, where there were... Uh, trying to hit and uh, basically get into where all the safe deposit stuff would be, uh, where you'd actually get valuables. You know, nobody robs a bank for cash anymore because it's all electronic, but that doesn't mean there aren't all kinds of other useful uh, or valuable goods in the vaults. vaults. And that bank robbery was not successful, correct? Correct. And then there was uh, the Museum of Art, where there's lots of artwork that could be extremely valuable uh, to the right buyer. But also, uh, generally... Fairly difficult defense. All the other places were, uh, you know, higher value retail locations, like the jewelry store that you went to. There were several other jewelry stores that were hit, as well as a number of uh, electronic stores that, you know, have higher end boutique electronics. But yeah, nothing else really jumps out of you as like higher profile than uh, the ones that I've already mentioned
5: was there anything about any of these operations where maybe it wasn't gangers that performed it? Can we tell uh,
3: from, yeah, the the, the say, from the information you
5: information? From the information you have, go
3: off with I like no, with with like no police notice?
1: And from all the information that you have, it looks, it looks like they're all uh, lower level gang members of small time gangs. But one other thing, too, is the, uh, the analysis that came back from them was that uh, many of the gangers were on uh, drugs, uh, cram or jazz mostly. Uh, though there were a few here and there that had kamikaze, you know, either in their pockets or uh, there were even a couple cases where it was in their system.
5: Okay. Is that normal? It's not, to me, it sounds almost normal that they would have those kind of drugs when they went and did something like that. So that's not necessarily unusual. That's right. Yeah, it's not super unusual,
1: especially like the Kramer Jazz. That's pretty much no big deal. Uh, the Kamikaze is a little bit, little bit, you no know, more hardcore, but also not unbelievable. And not it's not any more, uh, not anywhere near as um, unusual as the fact that they had things like missile launchers and big, big, big old machine guns and uh, the kind of submachine guns that are normally only
3: found on uh, soldiers for the corporate court. So we've got a bunch of small-time gangs that are operating as, like, one larger unit that have no, conne- no known connection to each other with hardware that they have no past priors having access to with no real motive, other than to smear potentially Lone Star.
6: Well, here's yeah. a crazy thought. Got to put a big bunch of guys getting a big bunch of weapons really fast we know they're probably not getting this stuff local, so where are they coming from? they being smuggled in from either Aslan or UCAS? Maybe, even maybe we should Maybe we should uh, try to hit up our contacts. Maybe see if we can uh, get some information on smuggler activities and the like. Maybe we might be able to trace something back somewhere. Okay. There's
2: a chance I might be able to pull up some, some information like that off of the, uh, the spirit world, but uh, it's not going to do well in court.
5: All right. So it sounds like uh, we've talked through a bunch of the scenarios and covered the evidence that we've had and once there. So let's start thinking about uh, what our avenues of investigation are. What are things that we can do?
6: Well, I've got a contact in the DA's office. Maybe I can go talk to her and see if she, maybe she's been prosecuting more people that have come across her desk. A lot of uh, gun crimes or you know smuggler types and stuff like that. Hey, she might even know someone or two that might, we might be able to talk to. At the very least, we could let her know what we're doing. So, if we need maybe get a hold of like warrants or something like that, maybe we could use her as a go-to. But so that's a f- bureaucracy.
5: So that's a favor you can cost her that she could be. Uh, we find any uh, crimes or evidence, then uh, she can be our uh, point person for uh, getting all the credit for the prosecutions. does not hurt. Okay, excellent, Garrett. Anybody else?
4: I know a guy, Billy Bob, just off of downtown. He's into black market drones, and he's also a fence. Maybe I can talk to him and see if anybody's trying to move some stuff, like that art,
5: or jewelry, or anything like that. That's a good idea, Billy Joe.
4: I could
2: take a look at some of the weapons and see if I can pull up any impressions of... Uh, when they might have been used or, uh, or changed hands um, in the past. Uh, it might give us uh, something to, to focus the investigation towards.
5: So that's some kind of magic thing you do with the weapons?
3: Yes. Detective Holmes? He's kind of there, lost in thought. Um, and then he'll perk up and says, I think maybe we need to consult the street.
5: So is that some kind of magic thing?
3: Yes, yes it is. It's the magic of good old-fashioned police work.
6: He's getting out there talking to, talk to the people.
3: All right, Nina?
0: I don't really know anybody who could help other than uh, you guys. I'll back you up.
5: So, Nina, have you taken the course on uh, investigative uh, interrogation?
0: No, I have not, sir.
5: Okay, Um, well I think it's part of my responsibility that everyone on the team, uh, we learn from each other. So Nina, I think you're gonna have to pair up. Uh, Garrett, have you taken the course of? uh, um, Boy, so Nina, I think you should go with one of the dips. Do work, and then maybe Billy, Joe, and Garrett, you two can, uh, uh, well. well, actually this is just legwork. But we should keep going in pairs. So you guys figure it out. Maybe we'll just stick with the same teams um, and do our assignments. Um, but, Nina and Garrett, you're a little bit short there. Garrett's just going to talk to the DA. Um, we need to figure out some other things we got to cross-check. Uh, I'm going to do what Holmes says. i got some contacts on the street, so I'll be doing that. Um, but of course, Billy Joe's got to drive me there. Or I can go go by myself. Hmm. Who wants to do
4: what? I'll drive you, boss. Not a problem.
6: Well, well, the DA friend's only a call away. I also got a I also got a buddy of mine over in the second precinct to uh, I could let him know, have him put a ear on the street, see if he finds anything. Keep in touch with him, and he could put out the word to his boys. He's good. I trust him. And he knows his job.
3: So do we have any other working theories besides uh, just the smear campaign and what I just typed in um, on the Google Doc?
5: Well, I think uh, Officer Garrett's a suggestion that this might have been just a cover for some other events that we don't know about yet.
2: Does somebody hey, want to should... talk to this uh, Rusty fellow we got the name of?
3: Yeah, he's, uh, he's been pretty well clammed up. Yeah, I think uh, we probably would have put him through the ringer before he officially brought him in.
6: Yeah, now what's going on, at the moment? I don't know, Lt. If you say so. I'd like to head over to DA's office and uh, have a little FaceTime.
5: All right, uh, you and Nina do that. Um, if you have time, um, you two might want to go check out all the other crime scenes. There may be something you pick up as you eyeball it that uh, have been missed, even though we've got most of the stuff we need in the files.
0: Fair enough.
6: On site, always look, always better than what they got in the files, anyway. We'll do. Just give. Just upload the list of the link.
5: Billy Joe and I will uh, visit uh, his friend Billy Bob, and then Billy Joe and I will go uh, visit some people I know on the streets. Uh- do we get
4: new cars or do we have the same old patrol cars? Because I think since a special investigative unit, we should have unmarked cars. Just saying.
1: You guys essentially have the ability to sign out a patrol
5: car if you need to. Billy Joe, when we go to Arlington, if you bring an unmarked car, that's like bringing a target for everybody to practice with. We're not going to do that. Otherwise, we'll need another vehicle before the end of the day.
4: But I was just thinking if we bring a patrol car, then none of our street contacts are going to want to talk to us. Because you'll see that other people will see our guys talking to us who are uh, cops out of a cop car.
1: Assuming you guys have, uh, you know, at least medium lifestyle, you probably have like a, a car that you got
5: rented or leased or something. That uh, you drive when you're not necessarily at work. Well, I was just planning to drive down there and visit some friends I know. I'm going to take my bike. You have a personal vehicle, Billy Joe?
4: Uh, I'm looking.
3: <laughs> that sounded like a no.
4: I've got a fly spy. and a rotor drill.
6: Unless you put some straps on that thing, I don't think it's going to get you very far. <laughs> Although the visual would be interesting.
1: Just picture like the fly spy kind of carrying, you know, attached to your, your foot and trying to put, drag that while you're kind of hanging to the bottom of a rotor uh, drone.
5: Oh, didn't you see that shred uh, with a guy put got 50 of them and t- um, strung them all up to himself and tried to take off flying? It was great until they started ripping out. All right.
4: So who's doing what? I'm checking out a vehicle from the motor pool because I do not have one of my own. All right.
5: Get a patrol car. We're going to need an unmarked, uh, non-standard patrol vehicle. Billy Joe, otherwise, they're just going to take pot shots.
4: Okay. Getting an unmarked vehicle.
1: All right. Give me a bureaucracy roll. (laughs) <laughs> I think we're covering that the, under the police procedures Knowledge skill
4: Okay I got two hits
1: Alright, so you get two hits And uh, Show up and uh, you know, Drop off your paperwork for that And put in the request And uh, you're, You'll be issued a uh, uh, One of the uh, unmarked patrol cars um, Tomorrow Tomorrow? Yes, uh, t- 24 hours for processing.
4: Okay, I'll get a regular patrol car for today, and we'll go and arrest some guys that we need to talk to.
3: Good luck. You could always uh, promise to have that paperwork uh, to them if they would just uh, you know, loan you what you needed today.
5: Uh, we're going to need a car tomorrow, too. All right, so you
7: just hop in
4: your patrol car, and uh, where are you going? wherever uh lt wants me to go where are we going lt
5: well since we're in this vehicle uh can we visit your friend billy bob you can talk to him
4: uh yeah not really <laughs> let's just ditch this thing Shit, we, we could uh,
5: we could always just take a cab yeah
4: let's do that instead
5: and, uh, you might want to change out of your uniform. Yeah. All right, yeah. So tell me about your, uh, Billy Bob contact.
1: Uh, what is he like? Where does he work out of? And, uh, how do you know him?
4: Let's see. Billy Bob. He has a little, uh, electronics repair shop. Uh, not downtown, just sort of off the of downtown, you know, not a bad area. uh, he and I took an electronics course together in high school, and he fixes and repairs electronics, but out of the back, if you know him, he also has, uh, you know, black market drones, and he also moves in uh, uh, merchandise that is uh, questionably acquired, and uh, receipts are optional kind of stuff. Okay. So how much
1: do you know about his side business, or how much does he know that you know, if you know what I mean?
4: I know when I need a drone, I come to him to get it. Sort of uh, don't ask, don't tell. Because if I bust okay. him, then I don't know how a guy to get drones from.
1: Alright, we'll say he's uh, his shop is uh, northeast of uh, the inner ring of Dallas proper. Okay. Let's find a nice place to a map marker for it. There we go. It's uh, just a couple blocks southwest of Garrett Park. I don't know if you got the map up, but I put the uh, the uh, map thing there. So it's actually not too far from uh, the Lone Star HQ. Same general part of town, a few miles away. So you guys are uh, taking a cab
5: there? Yes. All right, you take the cab ride up to, and here uh, they call them Johnny Reb cabs. Okay,
1: Johnny Reb cabs, <laughs> I like that. So you take a uh, Johnny Reb cab up to Billy Bob's electronic shop, passing by the uh, the local grocery store and uh, cafe that are right next to it. And uh, yeah, the cab pulls up. You guys get out, and it uh, looks like a pretty busy place. There's a few people coming and going. There's a couple who comes walking out. Uh, one guy's uh, uh, got his uh, comlink out in his hand, barely paying attention to where he's walking. As you go inside, you see uh, there's the you know, uh, fairly uh, typical uh, clutter of the uh, of the shop, uh, various things arranged throughout that in a way that uh, doesn't seem to make much sense to anybody but uh, Billy Bob. Yeah, see a few it items awesome. have have actual price tags on them. But there's uh, you know Comlinks and uh, media players and trid sets and all kinds of various uh, you know, devices and gizmos, including some uh, a number of uh, just kind of typical off-the-shelf uh, drones that look like they're uh, they're secondhand but fixed up. And you see uh, toward the back, uh, Billy Bob is uh, uh, talking to a customer. He's got a uh, MCT Fly spy that's. Uh, Looks like it's definitely uh, in definite need of repair, missing one of its wings.
4: I uh, hate when that happens.
1: He looks up and sees you, and his eyes widen, and he bolts into the back.
4: LT, head to the back door. Around the back of the building. Oh, God.
5: Okay. It's hot. <laughs> I, I walk quickly around the back.
1: All right, so you walk quickly around the back. Um,
5: oh, I start running. All right, Billy Joe, what are you
1: doing?
4: Uh, I'm going after Billy Bob, my okay. buddy. You got the
1: front says, Hey, Hey, what about my drone? Where are you going? All right. So you go, uh, I guess, uh, running into the back. Um, look, looks like, uh, uh, Billy Bob has, has slammed the door to the back room and, uh, you, you hear the mag lock
4: click and latch. Not cool. Billy Bob. <laughs> I'll knock on the door. Uh, you you definitely hear uh,
1: quite a bit of clattering inside the back room, things falling off the shelves and uh, you know hasty moving, hasty maneuvering around in there. Uh, is there even you, you a back door? The back, there is a back door.
5: Oh, I go stand by it and get my stun baton out.
1: All right, so there is a pet door in the back door, which kind of opens up as a uh, little ball comes rolling out. Upping down the, the, uh, the three back stairs.
5: Yeah, I hit it with a stun baton. <laughs> Alright. So,
1: uh, you go to hit it with a stun baton, give me a uh, clubs roll. I got four hits. Alright, it, uh, it rolls almost out of the way, but
5: then you clip it with the edge of the stun baton uh, with one net hit. What's the damage? It's a 9SE... I think it's minus 5 AP... Yeah okay, can't resist that. So uh, you 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 whack it and uh, you
1: smash the ball, or you hit, you you hit the ball with a, a spark, bursts out and it sort of jumps and splutters and gives off some smoke as it sparks. And at that time, the the back door bursts open, and a uh, uh, guy comes running out. What does uh, Billy Bob look like?
4: He is a crew cut, having goatee, wearing.
1: Three hundred and fifty pound uh redneck. Alright. Redneck, redneck comes uh tearing out, he's got a uh, duffel bag over one shoulder, a backpack over another, uh trailing a few various parts. He's got a couple of obvious data jacks on his left temple, and uh he comes running out and uh sort of starts as he sees you.
5: I I hit him with a stun baton.
1: <laughs> Alright, rural initiative. Sixteen. All right, you go first. Or uh, you can roll initiative too if you want, uh, Billy Joe.
5: Oh,
4: Okay.
1: You're inside the shop on the other side of a maglock door.
5: I uh, only got two hits.
1: Yeah, it looks like Billy Bob is surprisingly agile for a 350-pound redneck, uh, laden with a duffel bag and a backpack of uh, goods, but uh, a, few, you know, a few more various parts, and it looks like a. Uh, uh, electronic meter uh, falls out of his backpack and uh, smashes on the ground. And he uh,
5: exclaims, oh, hey! If you keep running, I'm just going to shoot you.
1: And uh, let's see, he goes on 12. Or no, uh, Billy Joe, you go on 15. So yeah, you, uh, you heard some more clatter in there getting farther away. I think you heard the back door slam open.
4: So I'm going to go out the front and circle around back as quickly as possible. Okay, uh, give me a running check. Alright, running. I'm pretty sure I have that skill, actually. Yes, I do. I have zero hits.
1: Alright, so you kind of run and bump into the guy with the broken fly spy, and he gets knocked back and uh, bumps into somebody else, and one of the shelves nearby collapses and stuff, falls out. Uh, You start... You start uh <clears throat> running around them in this door and uh accidentally smack into a woman who is uh trying to get out of your way, but she uh zigged and you zigged as well. And uh both of you go sprawling to the ground. You, you you get up, get to your feet, run toward the front door, um you trip over um, something that had fallen into the uh had fallen into the aisle and uh manage to stumble your way out and run around uh, the side to the back it's uh, overall not a very uh good uh, display however you don't um you know you're you're not actually stopped at some point you're you're able to kind of recover and keep moving you just don't get any extra ground off of it so you're kind of halfway around the building uh when you finish your movement on uh, a okay. twelve uh Billy Bob goes and uh he says ah you're uh you're uh suggesting that you might shoot him and he he goes running around the uh, uh, side of the building. Oh, he ran, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's running. And uh, as he's running, he uh, tosses a uh, small device behind him. And, uh, and I we get back around to uh, Phase 6 of Second Pass.
5: It's probably some horrible, horrible device. Uh, can I follow him around the corner in pretty quickly?
1: Uh, that depends on how fast you run, I guess. What's your agility? My agility's eight. You run pretty fast. Yeah, you, you can catch up to him uh, no problem. You're at least twice as fast as he
5: is. So I'm just assuming if I run to get next to him, whatever the device is, if it does something, will affect him too, possibly.
1: Yeah, he kind of tossed it to where it kind of lands uh, right at the corner, kind of behind it, uh, him, and he went running past. Um, and basically going towards, towards the front of the building. Um, Billy Joe, make an
4: edge roll. Me? Yep. Okay. My edge is four. I got two hits.
1: Okay, uh yeah, that's good enough. Uh you happen to be running down the same uh side of the building that uh Billy Bob is running is running uh the other way from, so you're uh he actually kinda catches almost up to you before he notices you and goes, Ah,
4: uh, I just kind of no. like shoulder block him into the building to stop and maybe knock him down. You say, Billy, what's That's, going on? It's not on?
1: quite your turn yet. Uh, oh. t- Tony gets a chance to catch up here. He, you see, Tony just come loping around the around the side of the building, uh, catching up to uh, catching up to Billy
5: Bob. Uh, Tony, what are you doing? Well, I'm just gonna uh, i do a perception roll to see what that device is.
1: Okay, so you do a uh, observe in detail. Without an observing detail, you can just tell it's a small round device.
5: Uh, I have three hits.
1: All right. Yeah, but it looks to you a lot like the first one that uh, rolled out. It's one of them little micro drones. It's ball shaped,
5: uh, flying eye. You think they're called? But they can also roll. Yep, and I know they can contain grenades. That too. They can.
1: An awfully expensive grenade, but yes. Well, specifically out of the book, uh, flashbangs, but uh, theoretically, if you can fit a flashbang in there, uh, why not a uh,
5: high-explosive grenade?
4: Hmm, I see.
5: Yeah, I'm just chasing him into uh, uh, okay. Billy you know, Joe. Okay, you catch up to him, no problem. And you
1: see uh, on the other side of Billy Bob is Billy Joe, and we just need a third Billy.
0: Those are Daryls you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, well, I guess, um, yeah, with him, uh, he sort of stops as he sees he's, there's a cop on either side of him and says, hey, alright, alright, I'm stopping, and stopping. Billy, where
4: are you going in such a hurry, buddy? I haven't seen you for a long time. You're making there's me think stroom, like I'm unwinding There's a flash
1: from behind the building. Billy. Billy, what was
4: that?
1: Uh, I don't know, uh, uh, one of my drones, uh, your, your friend whacked it with a stick, uh, it must've, must've gone off. <laughs>
4: Just like my stun baton here is about to go off Right, Billy? Uh, I'm not sure what you're doing with that But, uh Just uh,
1: going to leave my shop here uh, Shutting things down Going out to lunch and all And, uh, yeah, th- this man uh, assaulted me with the With a stun baton
4: Billy No, <laughs> that's not what happened, Billy You saw me and you panicked Because you've been doing bad stuff again, haven't you? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Billy, are we going to have to inventory everything in your back room and see what exactly you have receipts for and what's exactly warm to the touch? Or we could just cooperate and have a nice conversation, Billy. What's it going to be? Oh, I mean, you, you wouldn't do that. I sure don't want to, Billy. But when you run out the back door and you lock the door in my face, <laughs> it hurts me, Billy. It hurts me down deep. I thought we were friends, Billy. Yeah. I've just taken my lunch break. Of course I'm going to lock
1: up the back room.
5: I uh, put away my stun baton, and I take out my Defiant X Shocker and my Ruger Thunderbolt, one in each hand, and I just stand there looking at him.
4: Who is this guy? What's he doing with those? Well, this is my boss, Billy, and it looks like it's going to go either two ways. Actually, it could go three ways. You could talk to us and have a nice conversation, or it looks like he's about to zap your dumb ass because you're not cooperating. Or he might just shoot you, depending on how, what, the, what kind of day he's having. Especially when somebody tries to get him with a flashbang. Billy, come on, man. A flashbang? Really? Hey, we're, we're, we're talking. We're talking.
5: Actually, Billy, I told him I'd shoot him if he ran. So there's only two choices.
4: Oh, ooh, man. LT doesn't lie, dude. Looks like you, you, you want to harder or you want to... Ah, yeah, I don't know. You're going to get it one way or the other. What? L- let me explain this to you. He said if you run, he's going to shoot you. And you ran. So what do you think is going to happen next?
1: At that point, he, uh, he kind of looks both ways and looks like he's about to start bolting again.
4: Just shoot him. Just zap him, LT. He wants to run again. Look at him. He, he looks like he's going to rabbit. Yeah, so about
1: a split second after he he, kind of looks both ways, he he starts bolting, uh, running for a nearby hedge. Well, I just shoot him. (laughs) Alright, are you shooting him with the taser or the warhawk?
5: It's a roger thunderbolt. Or thunderbolt, yeah. Well, there's more paperwork if I do the thunderbolt. Alright, so give me an attack roll. Yep, limits four, so four hits. Uh, With the shocker. Alright, you get two net hits, so what's the damage? Nine S E minus five AP.
1: Alright, yeah, you hit him, he kinda jerks and starts sputtering and uh uh sort of drops to the ground. Oh, oh. Um so he's kinda curled up on the ground. Uh doesn't look like he's unconscious, but doesn't look like he's uh moving anywhere either.
4: Let's let's go back in the in the back of the shop there. Oh,
5: cough him first. Yeah,
4: cuff him grab his bag of stuff, head back into the back of the shop.
5: The store is closed, everybody. Come back in an hour. What am I, fly spy? He'll be ready to help you in an hour, sir.
1: Uh, So, yeah, grumbling, the customers uh, leave. Looks like a few of them are kind of grabbing things off the store shelves on their way out.
4: Oh, dude, start zapping fools. Stealing. You can't steal right in front of me. I'm the star, baby. I take my job seriously. No, they they put them back.
1: <laughs> you don't look like a cop right now. You guys aren't in uniform, I don't think.
4: Oh, no, we're not. Well, then I just tell them, you better put that back! I'll still zap them. They don't know me. <laughs> Alright, yep. so you, you zap some
1: random random people as they're, uh, as they're heading out. Some of which are trying to steal things.
4: Yeah, put it back! Put it back!
1: Zap, zap. And uh, secure the shop. So while this is going on, uh, now Nina and, uh, officer Garrett are, uh, heading to the DA's office.
6: Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Okay.
1: Um, that's really not too far away. So you're able to make it you. over there.
6: Yeah. I, well, uh, unless I say otherwise, I'm going to plain close it.
7: Yeah.
6: And of course, just have my duty weapon on me, you know, under a jacket, that type of stuff. Keeping down the DL because... I don't think the uh, DA's office would appreciate, you know, going in full tactical gear and all that stuff. They kind of frown on, you know, heavy weapons being brought in the building. All right, who's your contact
1: at the DA's office?
6: Well, that would be Hannah Bridger, uh, assistant DA, young, feisty, probably uh, late 20s, early 30s, you know, kind of a real go-getter, you know, kind of a hard you know, woman in a man's world kind of thing, you know, Given this is the CAS and Texas to boot, uh, does what she does, you know, does a good good job, throws herself in, and is probably a shark for all intents and purposes. All right,
1: so you go to get an appointment with her, uh, go ahead and give me an etiquette roll. All right. Add add a number of dice equal to your loyalty with her. All right. Or her loyalty to you, or whatever, however you want to put it.
6: Fuck, I got four.
1: Okay, so you uh you stop in, check in with one of the uh um secretaries and uh you know put in the request and uh comes back almost right away. Um yeah, it looks like uh, uh Ms. Uh, Bridges has an opening in her schedule right now. You can head on up to her office. Flash. So you uh stop in, in her office and uh which is a pretty nice office on the uh um uh, uh third floor. All right, walk in,
6: so um, Hannah. Yeah. How are you?
1: And uh, she stands up and says, "Oh, yeah. Officer Garrett, uh, interesting to see you out of uniform."
6: Officer uh, Garrett, oh, come on, Hannah. We've known each other for over fifteen years, and I'm and so we can get past the fancy t- titles and everything. How you been? And
1: I suppose you are out of uniform. Uh, well, I've been well. Uh, good to see you've uh, made it through the recent uh, unpleasantness downtown.
6: Yeah, almost got a few holes from my troubles. A little bit of bruising here and there, but I get through, like so I always do. I Just read in, some uh, of the
1: reports. The, uh, the, the the team that you were with, uh, well, scored some pretty high marks by uh, your uh, quick response at the Capitol building and uh, then uh, subsequent folding of the uh, silt in the jewelry store. Okay. This must be your
7: partner.
6: Nina, this here's uh, Hannah Bridger. We go way back. She used to, believe it or not, at one point was uh, married to one of my old partners before we hooked up. So uh, it's kinda, I'm still sorry about what happened to Danny, though.
0: Pleasure to meet yes. you. Sorry for your loss. Well,
1: it's uh, good to see a couple of dedicated officers here. Uh, it's like there's been a lot of that loss going around lately.
6: Yep. That's part of the reason why we're here. Okay, Anna, here's a good, here's a scan you probably know by now we're working on some stuff working a couple angles what I want to know is two th- well what I want to know is does anything come across your desk that uh you know might lean more towards a smuggling side of activities going around or anything unusual you know people that you had some new faces popping up in the system of late all right give
1: me another uh i guess etiquette or negotiation whichever you prefer okay. I'm going to add the loyalty to that role as well.
6: All right. All right. Second verse, same as the first. Four.
1: Says, you know, I've been so focused on uh, what's happened uh, most recently. I hadn't thought much about uh, some of the older cases here. Just give me a moment to look through my notes. All and right. she uh, pulls up her com link. Ah, oh, here we go. Uh, there was a, uh, a GMC Bulldog that's been impounded it was uh, attempting to cross the border uh from the south and uh the uh smuggler was arrested he was carrying a very large quantity of uh legal or illegal and quasi illegal drugs from Land, and uh it did have a a fair amount of uh, illegal weaponry on him as well
6: he's still in the system
1: oh uh, yes he's he's awaiting trial um uh, he uh, he is sinless, so he's been issued a criminal sin where
6: oh he and at the uh named ex prison
1: here he's at the jail awaiting awaiting uh trial All right he's about All right. refusing to give up any information so we're preparing to throw the book at him but uh we'll see a lot how of that these come. smugglers come through uh but uh this is uh one of the more recent ones and uh he had well a good couple hundred thousand million worth of cargo which is uh I guess fairly significant. A bit more than what you normally see coming through on a single shot.
6: Yeah, either they're getting bolder or they're getting, or they're getting more desperate. Well, listen, Hannah, that kind of leads me to the second part of the reason why we're here to see you. We might need, we might need some help on your side. Well, someone might be able to come to if we get uh, some good leads. might need some warrants on the quick. Also, Maybe if uh, someone, uh, I could put on speed dial in case we might need some uh, wiggle room to maybe do some wheeling and dealing with some uh, possible suspects and some possible arrestees and catch them adrift. So we might be able to uh, get some more information if I know I might be able to, uh, I don't know, if, they're willing, if you're willing to maybe deal with them, depending on the situation, of course. But uh, basically, you can help us out. You know, We might be able to get down to... Uh, Ditty gritty on this a lot faster.
1: Anything I can do to help, you just let me know. You got oh. my number.
6: All right, thanks. Let's go ahead, and fire off all that info you got on that uh, on that one guy, and we'll check up on that. If you got anything else, feel free to throw it towards my inbox. I'll
1: let you know if I think of anything else. But uh, uh, truth be told, uh, things have uh, been pretty quiet before the storm. Uh, there's a uh, there's usual. String of of illegal activity, of course, but really nothing nothing much that 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 stood out leading up to, gosh, the
6: good six weeks before. Usually the way it goes. Now we're in the middle of it. got to deal with it? so well, won't take up any more of your time, Hannah. You take care, all right. Hey, John, you, you, up, too. you Be call. careful out there. Will do. Keep doing your thing. All right. You don't have anything else at this point. We're uh, I'll uh pull up a background on the information about the guy she's got in the who that uh, smuggler she mentioned, you know, name rap sheet, cur- you know, he's current uh sin, you know, list of charges, whatever backgrounds in the file. And just give it a skim. Okay, yeah, given
1: a skim, uh it's a typical report from uh, Sinless. Um there's not really any priors for him because he uh, well he's a shadow.
6: Right, because he
1: hadn't got, up until that point, he hadn't got caught. Yeah, he's a, a human, a Latino, uh Latino, with a, uh, looks like a significant amount of cyberware. It's uh, like a level three control rig, uh, being the bulk of it, uh, reaction enhancers, uh, a few other things of lesser consequence, but uh, those are the big ones. Okay. Uh, this guy the, screams the, rigger. Yeah, the, his uh, vehicle is a bulldog step van. Uh, modified with some additional armor plating and a uh, retractable weapons mount uh, fitted with a, uh, uh, with a uh, missile launcher, actually. Uh, loaded with anti-vehicle missiles.
6: <laughs> now that's a blockade runner right there. As in, you shoot through the blockade. <laughs> yeah. yeah, buddy. Uh,
1: the, the cargo consists of basically quite a variety of um, either illegal or quasi-illegal drugs. Um, oh, there was a good 50,000 million worth of kamikaze, which kind of strikes your attention. A uh, fair bit of uh, cram and jazz, as well as uh, other, other various drugs. Um, uh, a good chunk of beetles, as well. A uh, good 20,000 million worth of beetles. And uh, other than that, uh, there, there was a crate of uh, AK-98s, as well. And uh, some ammunition and uh, mini-grenades, Looks like all boxed up, ready to uh, bring in
0: and sell.
6: Pardon me, he's wondered maybe uh, there might have been a few more weapons on the street had this guy not gotten pinched. Yeah, no kidding. Well, you no, know, something to look into. I'll fire off a message to uh, everybody on the uh, on the team, sort of forward what I got so far with a couple little notes and uh, the gist of the conversation I had with uh DA Bridger. If anybody else needs to contact her you know just use my name say hey I'm working with uh, Garrett and that should be able to at least get you in the door with her if you need her and I'm not available
1: alright let's cut to uh, what are the uh, as the LT is coming to what are the uh, dips up to anyway, what is that term anyway where did that come from
2: department of uh, what is it uh,
3: something paranormal maybe okay that'd be my guess
6: actually it should be dpi department of paranormal investigation but ah, uh, how it. people yeah people tend to like, mix it around and anagram it a little bit
3: so this dip in particular would um be just working uh, his street level contacts so um yeah i'd be looking for what the rumor mill is on the street is is kind of my angle okay so since, okay. We, so since we've had some time since this all went down I'd be looking at for things like, you know, who's benefited from this?
1: All right, uh, yeah, so give me a, um, I guess, an etiquette roll. If you get a street specialization, you can add that in. I do. Give me just a moment. And uh, Maxwell, are you you taking along with him? Uh,
2: No, I was planning on heading to the, uh, um, wherever it is we keep
3: our evidence, the evidence vault. So my etiquette roll got me three hits.
1: All right, so yeah, Detective Holmes... Just kind of checking around, uh, trying to get the word in the street. Uh, it seems like people were pretty surprised that this happened. Um, not, you know, it seems unusual that this big of an operation would go down without, uh, without, you know, ripples in the uh, the, the street talk. So, uh, whoever arranged it, as well as the gangs that were involved, uh, seem to have pretty good operational security. That said, uh, rumors being, um, you really haven't. You really haven't picked up any rumors about any large numbers of things hitting the black market. So whoever is selling the items that were stolen um, either is hanging onto to them or hasn't or is moving them in a different area. That's really about all you pick up. Okay. Uh, Maxwell, what are you doing then? You're uh, heading down to the evidence. Yeah, I'm going to
2: uh, kind of go over the uh the various weapons that we collected looking for uh something along the lines of the uh the praetor that probably wasn't on the straight before the uh, the influx of new weapons came in to these folks and then I'm looking for the uh the most recently produced firearm. Um then once once I track down what I think is going to be my best bet, I uh I begin chanting quietly to myself as I I pull the evidence bag open, slide the gun out onto the table. I I open up my mind to the sensations flowing out of the metal, letting them seep into my skin, my, my hands, my heart. The, uh, the chanting continues, but it, it fades away as I relive the life of the gun. Flashes of action, rage, heat flow through me as I, I fight the guy to guide the visions to something usable. Uh, some hint as to where the gun came from before its most recent burst of action. And
1: then I'm going to make a, a, a psychometry roll with that. All right. So uh, first of all, give me a uh, police procedures roll. No problem. Can you guys hear me?
6: Yes. Yeah.
1: Right. Uh, Three hits. Okay, yeah, three hits. Uh, you're able to uh, remember which forms you need to fill out and, uh, to get access to the evidence room and uh, you know, move your way through. Then uh, you do your psychometry test. Um, so, this is my first time ever using this, so that's uh, what, an sensing plus intuition plus an issue grade level? Yep,
2: and uh, there's a whole chart on page 175 of the street grimoire with uh, modifiers to the dice roll based on, well, half a page of different things. Base, uh, the first big one is how long it's been since the impression, and then there's a section with the uh, the nature of the items. Um, basically, how how strong the, uh, the imprint was on the item, how close my connection with it was, that sort of thing. Um, and any Wait, you know, modifier page 175 of the street grimoire oh I'm sorry page page 146 of the street grimoire I've got the I've got a pdf up
1: behind the pdf I was looking at okay (laughs) like that's edit powers (laughs) alright so taking a look at things it looks like um the penalties and bonuses uh, cancel each other out okay so I just do a straight roll yep and I'm going to throw edge in
2: on this why not Apparently I did not need to throw edge in on this. I got 10 hits. Good God. All right. So you get so an I guess, impressions. impression. throwing edge in got me above my limit. So it does do that.
1: All right. Yeah. So your impressions kind of go back to the raw materials and their form in the earth. As they're being, you know, pulled from the earth and refined and uh, brought to the factories and uh, the, all the various, you just kind of sp- speed through the various processes as, uh, the different components are, are created and manufactured, and the, uh, the gun, uh, like many others, is created in a, uh, you know, a, a factory, and, uh, packaged in a crate, and, uh, this crate goes into a different vehicle than, uh, where many of the other similar crates have gone, and it's taken to a, uh, uh, warehouse, and there's people who meet and exchange, uh, exchange, uh, cred sticks and information and, uh, someone else, a different person gets in the van and drives it. And it goes through several different exchanges, uh, the crate itself does before it, uh, makes its way to, you, you, rec- you recognize, it coming off of a, uh, uh, a T-bird actually at one point, uh, in, uh, looks like, uh, it's in, uh, the, uh, Dallas area and, uh, being loaded onto another van and taken to another place where there are other crates and things with, and uh, uh, in this place, it's a, uh, this is a, uh, uh, looks like a uh, large storage room uh, behind a business, and uh, within this place are many other crates and uh, various weapons, essentially a massive stockpile of weapons. Um, it looks like it's right across the street from a school, and it's nighttime when this is occurring. Uh, some more time passes and uh essentially a van comes and people load up that van with uh with the crate amongst other crates and is taken uh driven through town and uh taken to a a, a place where uh some, some other people have a conversation and uh and the uh crates are all dropped off and they sit there and wait for uh several days and then a bunch of uh, people come in to the room with the crate, and the crates are opened up, and the guns are passed around. This gun is passed to a uh, person who takes it and uh, then goes to. Uh, goes ho- hopping in a van with a bunch of other similar people to uh, City Hall, where they run around and shoot at people, and this person gets dropped and shot, and this weapon is picked up and put in evidence. Great. So. Uh, you got a lot of images and impressions. Uh, didn't really catch much as far as like what people were saying. They kind of got that sort of thing got kind of picked up as like a fairly blurry uh, sound. Uh, that said, do you have any knowledge skills for things like area knowledge? I
2: I do know Spanish um, as well as English, which may or may not help. Um, nothing
1: for uh, particularly into uh, area knowledge. No. Alright, roll uh, intuition -1 three hits okay you're not exactly sure where the shop is that had everything uh, all those weapons stored in it uh, you definitely get the impression that wherever that was that was that must have been either the location of the the base operations for whoever planned this whole thing or whoever was involved in the weapons distribution aspect of the planning at least but it um it was you're pretty sure it's not too far from trinity river um you know southwest of Dallas somewhere in that area um probably within uh I mean are you pretty sure it's kind of close to the river um at least uh you know based on your knowledge um otherwise you think it's also probably in the the area that's between uh highway 30 and highway uh 77 and if you look at the map of uh Dallas there's a uh, you know, kind of to the southwest, there, there's two different highways that go off, and if you use uh, those lines to kind of uh, tell you, you know, it's probably in between that section, not too far from Trinity River.
2: Okay. Well, I guess I know what I'll be doing uh, for my afternoon.
1: So you have, um, you have yeah. something of an idea of where it might be, maybe probably, if you actually went there to the location, you would probably be able to recognize it.
2: Okay, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna write up the uh, my impressions of it and add it to our uh, our crime board, and then uh, I'll send a message off to uh, to Holmes and ask him if he wants to uh, beat the uh, streets
3: with me for a bit. You get a one worder back that just says affirmative.
2: All right, what is this YouTube link? Oh, it's the beginning of Lord of War. It's kind of like what you were describing there, only with a bullet oh. instead of a gun. <laughs>
6: Yeah, I came in and after my little uh, hiccup, and I just sort of put on the message, Hey, what did I miss? And I got that. <laughs>
0: Whoever came up with that intro is uh, pretty damn good. It was, that was very interesting.
6: Okay, oh, yeah, that's a great movie.
0: Not seen, seen it yet.
2: Okay, I'm going to, uh, to meet up with Holmes and see if uh, we can drive cruise the, uh, the neighborhood or it's around there, see if uh, we can pick up anything. I guess look for schools to check yeah. out. That seemed like a pretty easy landmark to limit. The, uh the thing around. And I'll, I'll describe the, uh, what, I, what I saw to him as well.
1: Alright, so uh, do you have an area
3: knowledge skill at all, Holmes? I do. Give me just a second. Let me see how specific it is. Right.
2: And I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send a message over to, to Billy Joe just as a heads up that uh, the, uh, the weapons were probably smuggled into the area on a T-bird. That seems like the kind of thing he'd want to know about.
4: Yeah. And I'll relay that on to the LT. Okay,
1: yep, that message comes through as you are uh, dragging Billy Bob into his uh, back room after having cleared out his customers. He's kind of twitching and cursing under his breath.
4: Come on, Billy Bob, you know how this goes. You run, you get zapped. Always has been this way, always will be. You never zapped me before. What about the steel links? Hey, you know what? You did hook me up on that steel links, and that was awesome. Uh, especially the uh, the hardware that, that you you mounted on there for me. That was super cool. But you know, that's a different time. You ran. You get zapped. That's the rule. What, what the fuck do you want? Uh, what do you know about local uh, and current events, Billy? About all these uh, places getting hit all at the same time? Nothing. Then why were you running, Billy?
6: Oh,
1: whoa. Hey, you and a bunch of your friends are getting shot up and crazy stuff going on, and then you show up at my place a few days later?
4: Yeah. maybe may kind of nervous why would I make you nervous, Billy? I came in in my street clothes like I always do when I come to see you to do business and you looked at me like you looked like you saw a ghost and you ran out the back. So, I'll ask again. Why did you run, Billy? Uh, Crazy guy
1: swung his baton at me. You'd run
4: too. No, Billy, that was after you ran. That was after. Stay with me now, Billy. I know you're a little frazzled, but stay with me. What do you know? There's some serious hardware that came into the city, and it was used to kill cops, Billy. What have you heard? I had nothing nothing to do with that. I didn't say you had anything to do with it, Billy. I didn't even accuse you. I'm just trying to get information, Billy. Help me out here. P-p-p- people buy weapon mounts all the time that is very true that is very true what do you know about a weapon mount for a uh that big van and it had, a, uh, it had
3: vindicator, a, right? a
4: vindicator on it you know rotating barrels that was a pretty badass machine gun I got to play with it a little bit does that ring a bell Billy come on no. Billy work with me buddy work with me we're friends, man. Work with me here. All right,
1: uh, give me an intimidation roll.
4: Well, I'm not trying to really intimidate him. I'm trying to remember we're friends kind of thing, but, you know,
1: whatever. Well, intimidation is a skill used for interrogation as well. Okay. And uh, you're definitely interrogating rather than, you know, just asking nicely.
5: You want a teamwork test for help with that Billy uh, Joe?
4: Yeah, definitely. Because I've only got four dice. Sty- four dice. I have 14. Oh, damn. Maybe I should let you do the
5: chalking. (laughs) I'm not helping you.
4: Are you serious? I got zero hits. Oh, damn. (laughs) I got one. Okay. I got one hit, Cliff.
1: Hey, uh, so people put weapon mounts on things all the time, usually drones, but, uh,. I don't know anything specific about a Vindicator. I don't really, really deal on that kind of hardware. Just the stuff you need to mount it on a vehicle, right?
4: Yeah. Have you sold any, you know, big vehicle mounts, recently? Um
1: Maybe. A few
4: here and there. Well, how about getting... I mean, that kind some... of thing would require
1: a, at least a heavy weapons mount.
4: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too.
1: It's so... not really something I sell very frequently.
4: So if I was to, like, look at your book over there and I saw a name next to, like, heavy weapon mount, I could probably, like, narrow it down, couldn't I?
1: All right, because I totally take notes like that.
4: (laughs) Yeah, you're missing my point, buddy. Have you sold any heavy weapon mounts recently? Uh, well, maybe. What's it going to take for you to, to... To be a straight shooter with me, man. You know, we we used to have a repertoire. We used to, you know, click. And now you're you're being a little punk bitch.
7: Hey,
1: uh, I'm not the straight shooter here.
4: I know. I know
1: you're not. I'm the one who got
4: shot. And why is that? Do we have to rehash this again? You ran. You got zapped.
1: I ran because I was going to get zapped. It's zapped
4: either way. Dude, dude, I have never zapped you, have I? Have uh, you not, not before today. I didn't zap you today.
5: Billy Joe? Yes, Billy sir. Joe? This is your friend, right?
4: No, oh, I thought he was my friend. I went to school with him. We took classes together. But now I'm not sure now. I'm not sure.
5: All right. One thing I learned in my family, Billy Joe, you know, there's friends and there's business. Why don't you go sit outside for a minute and let me talk to Billy Bob here.
4: Oh, Billy. Oh. Billy, tell me what you know in the next five seconds because I'm going to head for that door. Once I do, I'm closing that door and I'm not going to be able to hear you.
5: Just go now. Five seconds won't matter.
4: I'm heading for the door. I'm shaking my head as I go. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man. I'll just kind of glance over my shoulder as I'm reaching for the door. And I open the door, and I start walking through, I say, and I'll say, LT, he, he needs his fingers to be able to do his work. You know, okay, okay, and I close the door.
5: <laughs> I take out the Ruger Thunderbolt, and I shoot him in the thigh.
1: All right. <laughs> um, yeah, he, um, he definitely screams and uh, obviously does not enjoy the experience of being shot in the leg. With uh, real bullets. Wait, are they real bullets? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, he's uh, kind of screaming and whimpering and sobbing and holding his leg.
5: I'm not your friend, Billy Bob. And uh, that means you might have a chance, because I really don't care what happens to you. Um, so I'm also willing to let you live. Now, you upset uh, Billy Joe. He might hate you forever. You obviously know something or can give us some connection. You can just tell me now and uh, we'll just patch you up here and you can go right back to work. In fact, your customers will love it that you're still here this afternoon. But the alternative is I might have to shoot you again for running away because I really did not like getting that sweaty when there was no payoff and um, Then we're just going to rip this joint down and take it apart and go through all your records and stick you in a tank and have some of my dips rape your mind and find out everything that you know. Or you should just cooperate. Lucky for you, Billy Joe, I need to keep on his good side so he doesn't run me into a tree on my next trip into Arlington. So what are you going to do, Billy Bob? All right, so give me an intimidation roll. Uh, you can give yourself an extra
1: couple of dice for, you know, shooting in the leg first.
5: Uh, I only got four hits, but remember, his resistance roll is affected by the fact he's almost stunned out and has a physical wound.
1: <laughs> and so, yeah, he, uh, he definitely kind of blubbers for a while and, you know, occasionally repeats, like, you shot me with real bullets! I can't believe you did that! And, uh, you know, just kind of eventually says, alright, I, I, I sell... Stuff to people to put
5: drones in, and, and I, mount weapons on things. I signal Billy Joe to come back in.
4: I'll come back in. Yeah, I see there's, like,
1: blood all over the place. He's holding his leg in.
4: Oh, jeez. I'll, uh, I'll bandage up his leg for him since he's handcuffed. Jeez, Billy, you should have just told us, man.
0: Damn it.
4: No, know this crazy fragger was going to shoot me with bullets. <laughs> oh man Dude. I was uh, sub vocally I will uh, ask uh, LT if he got the information we needed
7: uh, I, I,
1: I, I, I sold a uh, heavy weapon mount to somebody it's the only one I sold in the last w- week
4: what was his name bro I
1: don't know his name I don't know asked for that he p- paid me a certified cred stick
4: Okay, uh, so need me he needed a picture it right
1: away. Pay double.
4: Okay, give me a give me an image of him.
1: All right here, here you go. He gives you an image.
4: Okay, now we have a picture of a guy to go off of.
1: Uh, yeah, the, this weapon could have been used to put a vindicator in a van, I suppose, or a heavy weapon mount, or uh, even with the right modification, an assault cannon. But
5: who sent him to you?
1: I don't know. He, he just showed up and, you know, seemed to know what he was talking about and, you know, I don't, I don't normally just sell to people off the street, but then again, uh, the guy, I got paid double. You know how expensive heavy weapon mounts are? That's a lot of new yen.
5: I know. Billy Joe's been sending me the specs for the last three days for things with heavy weapon mounts. Uh- does this photo or image match anybody uh on uh, our board? Yeah, the, uh, the the
1: photo is a uh, uh kind of a big burly looking uh guy uh looks latino. Um, he's got a uh, goatee and uh shoulder length dark hair. Uh funky looking tattoos on his face. Uh, pretty distinctive looking. You you would definitely uh recognize him if you saw him again or if you'd seen him before. Okay, uh, you don't, he doesn't, you don't recognize, you don't recognize him, um, at least from your own memory. Looks like this might be a new lead.
4: Yeah, definitely.
1: All right, give me a first hit roll for your buddy's leg. Okay. That is, if you're actually trying to, you know, heal him as opposed to just, you know, stop bleeding. Um, I'm trying to help him out.
4: Got one, two, three, four hits.
1: All right, so you heal two boxes of damage. Cool. So, yeah, you managed to patch him up for the most part. Uh, max damage on a thigh shot is three, so.
5: Just enough to give him another penalty. <laughs> Are we done here, Billy Joe? I think so. You know, if you let me handle interrogation, I might not have to shoot him so much.
4: <laughs> I didn't know this was going to be an interrogation. I thought it was going to be me talking to my buddy. Obviously, I
5: was mistaken. It's true. Oh, yeah. I'm always disappointed by my friends.
1: Right, so you, uh, leave Billy Bob's electronic shop, uh, with some information that might be useful at the cost of a loyalty point, uh, off of your contact.
4: I jacked right up his leg! I should gain loyalty! <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, he
1: wouldn't have had a, had a shot leg in the first place, uh... If you had left him alone in the room with a the psychopath.
4: He's the one who ran, not me. Yeah, <laughs> he went from a two to a one. Damn. All right, so
1: you guys got some, uh, potential leads and intro info from your, uh, morning and early afternoons worth of work. A uh, potential location where weapons might have been stashed that, uh, let's see here, we'll cut to, uh i am trying to remember people's characters' names here, uh Maxwell and Holmes so you're uh you're driving around the area looking for the school for that um, I guess perception is uh intuition based and based on looking around for stuff Oh okay should we do each a roll teamwork separately, test if you want we assist each other?
3: Uh, I think a teamwork test to be appropriate uh Hayes what's your uh what's your high Perception's twelve for me. I'm the same, so I guess I'll assist you. My dice have been not rolling so hot tonight.
2: Oh, okay. Though I do have to warn you, it's probably about time for me to tank something. <laughs> I got four hits, so not bad. Six hits.
1: All right, so you were driving around for a while, and uh, after about 45 minutes of driving around in the area, just kind of looking around, and, nope, that's not it. Nope, that's not it. Um, you, uh, You see a... Uh, school up ahead, uh, Hector P. Garcia Middle School, and uh, that definitely flashes with a solid sense of familiarity, a deep sense of deja vu. As you uh, pull near the school and start driving around, you see there is a, uh, almost directly across the street, um, there is a pet store. A pet uh, store? Uh, looks you very familiar. A yeah, pet, pet store. Story.
2: Okay. I'm going to uh, send a message to the, the LT that I have a uh, a very solid lead on where the, uh, the weapons were distributed from. However, it would not hold up in court.
5: Is there uh, anything further that we can gain from this site, other ties? Is this an avenue of inquiry?
2: Well, if the... Uh... If the weapons were uh, distributed from there, there may be records on site. There may be people on site. I, I don't know. I just know that they the weapons sat here for a, a period of time, a few days before they were sent out to the gangs.
1: All right. I added a uh, uh, little marker to the map where that is.
5: Is there any uh, good reason for us to monitor or gain access to that location? Define good reason. Well, uh, what is this location? Can you tell me about it? It's a pet store.
2: It's across the street from a school.
5: Do you think this kind of place we can stake out and survey and then see if something happens that we can go in?
2: Um... There may be issues if we put an unmarked windowless van across the street from a school for a
5: period of time, but, uh, you yeah, know, it might come up with some information for us. I think uh, we can use something besides an unmarked van.
3: Hey, Clutch, how's the
5: neighborhood look?
1: Uh, it's a pretty run-down neighborhood. It's not like a, like a hellish part of town. Um, it's just definitely a kind of lower,
3: lower class, lower middle class. So, like, no riffraff wandering the streets, but if a homeless guy was walking down with a shopping cart, he wouldn't stick out? Not too much. Since I'm already dressed kind of like a homeless guy at this point, since I was out working the street before, uh, I'll look over at uh, my partner and be like, ring me if you need me, and I'll pop out and I'll try and find some, uh, some things to make myself look a little more homeless, like a shopping cart and some cans and some other stuff and start poking around. All right, so give me a disguise roll. Let's see. What's that default to? I don't remember. I think I got on a list. That is intuition. All right, so I can work three dice on this. Well, I got two out of three hits.
1: Okay, yeah, so you look pretty homeless. Now make an etiquette test with uh, two extra dice. You can use your street specialization if you want. Cool.
3: That, I got two hits on.
1: Okay, so you're kind of hanging around the area looking like a homeless dude.
3: Yeah, you know, going about my homeless business, collecting and sorting through trash, keeping an eye on the building, you know, that kind of stuff, seeing what I can see. I'll see if I can also kind of like wander up and get close to uh, probe the uh, area, see if anybody comes out and says, hey, lost. Okay. Uh,
1: well, you kind of get up to the parking lot area and start looking around through stuff, but... uh. Nobody really seems to bug you. Um, You do happen to notice that there really aren't any other homeless people wandering around here right now. You don't feel like you're particularly out of place, but there really isn't any
3: other um, homeless people to blend in with. That's alright. I'm a new vagrant. Is there any place uh, within eyeshot of this uh, warehouse that looks like it could be a potential place to squat? No, it doesn't
1: look like it. it looks like uh, everywhere around here is like an active place of business, or to, you know, people are
3: living or working there. All right, cool. I'll keep uh, milling or milling around the uh, outside of the building, kind of like, you know, seeing what I see, and I'll uh, <sighs> I'll pipe in what I see and hear uh, to our team's communications relay magic stuff. You uh, guys have
1: all gathered up some information. Uh, what are you up to now? I mean, obviously, I guess, uh Joseph Holmes is uh, kind of staking out the location that uh, Maxwell tracked down from his psychometry.
2: I'm racking my brain trying to think of a reason why we could raid a pet store. <laughs> Illegal beagles.
3: Wait, are we just looking for a legal reason to raid the pet store, or are we looking for a legal reason to go inside the warehouse? Same thing, I think.
6: Okay, back.
4: I got a tip from an anonymous CI that there was illegal drug operation inside. We have to go investigate.
0: Yeah, the make something up option.
4: Yeah, pretty much. It's used all the time. It works.
6: (laughs) Well, take the place out for a little bit. Actually see what we can see. Or one of us could try to go undercover, try to do a, a a, a buy or something like that and take that at whatever ratio we got to, our, to the DA. It, it's a store
5: with animals in it. I mean, people go in there and buy animals, right?
3: Generally, yes. yes. That's my understanding, yeah. Somebody could always go out and ask for a lizard or fish. We could also just pay somebody to um, give us a tip that, hey, there's something going on. I thought Billy Joe knew somebody who had given him a tip. Yeah, that, that one guy. Well, I mean, if you're looking for something that will hold up in court.
5: So we're thinking somebody who works there or has access to the store or the right to store things there, store this shipment there. Right. That's what we're looking for.
2: Yeah. They, uh, they were flown into uh, Dallas on a T-Bird, shipped in, from a v- in a van to this location and then distributed to the gangs from there a couple of the- or a few days
6: later. Wants to go undercover.
3: Does this oh, seem wait, like wait. the kind of neighborhood where if I went in and ordered some guinea pigs for dinner, it wouldn't be frowned upon? Tell me you're looking for a new pet hellhound.
2: <laughs> there you go, and if he doesn't ask you for the appropriate uh, licensing or permitting papers before he starts uh, processing the order,
3: we've got it. <laughs> so we're leaning more towards the uh, squad that is really good at pencil-fragging people. Not so much the untouchables. Exactly.
2: I don't know how you guys uh, are going to play it, but uh, Lone Star gave me a set of procedures and that's what I follow.
3: I don't mind being uh, unorthodox if somebody uh, tells me what they want or eventually my own curiosity will get the better of me.
6: (laughs) And you'll just go in and uh, take a look around one way or another?
3: Oh yeah, I'll just go in and ask them and then you know, do my mind magic and take what I want from them, you know, violate all their civil rights.
6: Yeah, uh, I'm looking for a puppy and uh, maybe some machine guns. Um, if you could help me out, that would be great. So we have the
5: pet store, and we have this guy who may have equipped a vehicle with a weapon mount that has apparently not been one of those
3: we rounded up Yeah, do we know what this this person who bought this mount looks like?
4: Yes. Maybe we should run him's picture through facial recognition on, like, a computer or something. Try and put a name to that face.
3: Yeah, send it to our our wannabe super cop in the office. Not, you know, the actual super cop, but the one that's really annoying, and make him do that work. Buckner. I prefer not to say his name out loud. (laughs) Buckner, Buckner, Buckner. Same be like he's going to show up just to pester us he comes driving up a patrol car
1: heard you guys needed some help
4: <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah figure out who this guy is run facial recognition software put a name to the face
1: no, I'm just kidding saying Buckner's name three times does not summon him
4: Thank oh. God. bogus
1: also he yeah, has significant difficulty with the
3: paperwork for uh, signing out a patrol car since he's a desk jockey all right, well, I think I'm going to go inside and uh, take a look around, finally, and maybe get me a pet.
6: Aw. All right. Is that a euphemism for spell components?
3: Yes.
1: <laughs> All right, so you, uh, you walk into the pet store, and um, the first thing you notice is this place is hot, and it kind of stinks. What was There's that? Cages, that cages. Yeah, it's hot, and it stinks. Oh, kind of like the zoo. There's uh, various cages around with different animals, most of them small. Uh, plenty of aquariums with fish in them. Lots of things like hamsters and gerbils and rats and lizards and there's some snakes, and but mostly fish. And then uh, the various different things that you need to buy to go with your small pet. You don't really see
3: any dogs or cats or hellhounds or anything. Is it a fairly large uh, retail space inside, or is it more kind of like small front office and then warehouses behind back?
1: It's a pretty large pretty large uh, retail space it's uh, essentially like a whole section or a wing where all the aquariums are and another good size section where there's lots of cages with animals in them and then uh, another section with various uh, uh cages and uh food and
3: toys and stuff okay so i'll uh i'll wander around and you know see if i see anything that sticks out for a pet store okay uh
1: you wander around uh looks like there 's only well, a couple other customers in here uh they 're kind of giving you dirty looks and avoiding you, you yeah, one employee, uh looks like a uh young woman very young probably teenager uh she 's standing
3: on the counter uh watching you suspiciously so do they have uh, any kind of advanced security besides the one girl at the counter? I mean, like, do they have doors with locks on them, video surveillance, anything like that?
1: Uh, do you have a knowledge skill that would apply to that? Uh, general technology. Uh, just give me a perception roll, then. Okay. Ooh, five hits. Okay, uh, you notice the number of discrete cameras uh, placed in various locations, which would give you, uh, give is viewing the cameras a pretty good Overall, full of view of the inside of the store. Um, there is a mag lock for the front door. Nothing significant, probably rating three
3: or four. Is there any kind of door from the uh, retail space that would look like it goes to a, uh, a warehouse? Well, there's, uh, there's two different
1: doors that are labeled uh, employees only. Are either one of just them. is a simple to... mechanical lock. Uh, the, another one has a mag lock on it. You're pretty sure that okay. one
3: goes to a back area. Yeah, that's kind of what I was assuming. One's a closet, another one's a proper entrance. So the rest of the team, if they are choosing to watch me kind of wander around and look at things, or seeing what I'm seeing... Yeah, nobody really has to see you. It looks like people kind of leave you alone, and they're kind of hoping you just go away. Let's see, I'm trying to decide just how exactly I want to approach this girl at the counter. And yes, Billy Joe, we are still at the store. Well, I'm at the pet store, I don't know where you guys are. I'm in the car. Uh, Nina's our infiltration specialist, right? Yes. So I guess over the sub-vocals on uh, our comms, I'll ask if uh, anybody wants me to test their security response.
6: LT's call on that.
5: Uh, Let's talk to them first. They may very well be willing to cooperate with the authorities.
6: All right. Well, I guess I'll,
3: I'll go pick out a hamster and a fish of, you know, whatever strikes my fancy time and uh, go take it up to the counter.
1: Okay. Well, it's typically not something you just kind of like take off the shelf. You'd have to get somebody to help you uh, retrieve the things that you want.
3: Oh no, I, I fully intend to do it myself. Do so you just like reach into an aquarium and try to grab a fish. Well, you know, for the hamster, I'm going to, you know, rummage around for whatever's close by to try and find a box to put it in. For the fish, I'm going to see if they have, you know, one of those swimming nets and some plastic bags and a dipper to get water and, you know, kind of get my own self-service.
1: I see you retrieve the hamster about the the time uh, the girl is coming up and saying, Sir, sir, what are you doing? I'm here for hamsters and fish. Uh, You don't just open up the cage and, and take animals out. There
3: wasn't a sign that said I couldn't.
1: Uh... You're buying a hamster and fish?
3: Yes, of course. They go well together. You do realize this isn't a restaurant. Oh, I know that. These are going to be my new companions. In your shopping cart? Well, I'll take that with me when I leave. This is a Uh, pet store, uh, right? These hamsters and fish are for sale here? uh, Yes, the animals are for sale. Well, then I'm not sure I see the problem. you have a new yen? Of course. What else would somebody buy hamsters and fish with? I'd be happy
1: to help you with your hamsters and fish. I uh, just need to verify your credit. All right, I'll, I'll pull out a cred stick and be like,
3: here it is. All right, she plugs it into a credit reader. Uh, what did you he give her? Whatever the going rate for a cred stick, or whatever the going rate is for a hamster and a couple fish. All right, sir, uh, what fish are you looking for? And at, at random, I'm just going to say mm, that one and that one. All right, give me an edge roll. This should be fun. <laughs> hey, I got one hit, so I'm doing all right. All right, so yeah, you, you don't
1: walk up to and point to you know a 500 million fish. Um, you uh, pick out a couple fish, and she picks them up. Uh, will you need a cage or aquarium and
3: other accessories? No, no, I'll be taking these home and um and preparing them right away.
1: Uh, you'll need fish food though, and hamster food, I imagine. Oh, yes, I have plenty of that. Uh, Very well. Right this
3: way. And she rings you up for the hamster and fish. So while uh, she's ringing me up for the hamster and the fish, she's the only employee in there, right? Yeah, looks like it. Yes, hamsters do eat fish if they're hungry enough. (laughs) Um, So while we're up there checking out, um, trying to think of how I can tactfully pump her for information without letting her know that that's actually what I'm doing. It looks like her initial uh,
1: guard of... Oh, great, it's a creepy homeless guy. Uh, is, uh, is, is her guard's been lowered from that. She doesn't seem very warm or amicable, though.
3: Looks like she wants to get the transaction over with as quickly as possible. And uh, the comms are quiet. Nobody's coming in to interrogate this girl.
4: Uh, that would be the LT.
3: He's the interrogator. Right, well, I'll do it uh, my style. Um, let me pull up my uh, list of spells here, Cliff, and I'm probably going to ask her a couple questions. I'm thinking a compel truth may be what I'm aiming for. Okay. Uh, I'm pulling up some rules on it here. Give me just a moment. Yeah. So I think I'm going to cast a compel truth, uh, force four. Okay. Go ahead and uh, roll your dice. Just a moment here. So I got five hits on a compel truth force four. All right.
1: So let's see the four hits, three net hits. So it'll work for three
3: minutes. And I'm gonna take one stun for that. Okay, so while we're checking out, uh, I'm gonna ask her uh, you know, have you seen anything weird in the neighborhood recently? Uh, weird? Uh, uh, yeah, there's, uh,
1: there's a homeless guy who showed up and wandered around outside for a bit and then came in and is buying a hamster and a fish.
3: <laughs>
1: Ouch. She seems a bit embarrassed by her outburst, but she didn't quite
3: mean to say that. I'm gonna play it off with a little bit of a laugh. <laughs> so, have you committed any uh, felonies or misdemeanors? <laughs> <What>? No. <laughs> but she got to tell me the truth, so you know I can outright ask her. I am direct and blunt, after all.
0: Well, anything after that's just gonna seem, you know, like you're taking it easy on her.
3: Exactly. Ask her who was working here the days the crap was here. Yeah, that's where I was leading on next. Is if she wasn't. Uh, outright complicit with it was uh, who her other staff members are. So I'll ask her uh, who else works here.
1: Uh, My brother Marco. Uh, There's another girl named uh, uh, Francis. And then uh, my uncle. My uncle owns the place.
3: Oh, uh, who's your uncle? Do I know him? I don't think you know him. What's his name? Uh, Roberto Sanchez. And since I don't know the exact date range uh, off the top of my head, I will ask her if she who, who was on staff uh during the the couple days before and a couple days after of the during this time window that i'm that I'm thinking of
1: uh, all of us really
3: I'm not sure I'm comfortable answering all these questions It'll be thirty four new yen all right I'll uh, give her thirty four new yen and uh drop my spell and thank her for the lovely conversation and I'll make my way out and I think these will probably be plenty delicious <laughs> 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 gotta screw with her head alright so I'm she's shaking her your head guys. as you
1: leave uh, she seems a
3: bit uh, I guess disoriented and out of it that's right hit her with the homeless guy then play it off like I'm a normie and then hit her with the homeless guy again <laughs> alright All right, right, so, so what do you do with the, the hamster the and the, the fish. fish oh they're gonna go in my shopping cart and I'm gonna go strolling down the street kinda like I'm a homeless guy and eventually I'll uh, get out of sight of the storefront and uh Ask somebody, my partner, or anybody who may be coming to the area to come pick me up.
4: Yeah, I can get you around back.
3: Where is everybody? I'm in Holmes's car. And I would say that I am probably on Ewing at North Ewing Avenue between Eighth and Seventh, which is kind of around the corner and out of sight. And where are Nina and Garrett?
5: I think I would like to have a uniform.
0: That's a good question. Someone had mentioned that everybody's at the store, but I don't remember that we were going to the store. I thought we were going to go to the other uh, crime locations after we talked to the DA.
6: Yeah, pretty much. So, and also we're kind of in uh, plain clothes right now, if that really matters. So
5: there doesn't seem to be much at this pet store. Mm-hmm. Obvious. We we want to have a look in back. That's where you think uh, the stuff was stored.
2: Yeah, it was in a warehouse in the back.
5: Billy Joe, you got your uniform with you?
4: Um, uh, no. I'm, is that something I should start carrying with me in, in
5: the trunk? Well, this would work better if we were official.
6: It'll be official. Go in with a badge badge in hand and broadcast and them.
5: Yeah, but it's nicer if you bring a uniform with you. Makes it look a little more legit.
4: You've all got that badge.
5: Yeah, but we don't send people in suits to uh, empty the store of all the pets. That's uniforms work. Never mind. Come on, Billy Joe, let's head down to the store and uh, let's talk our way in.
1: Okay. All right, so Holmes and Maxwell are near the store. Uh, LT and Billy Joe are heading down to the store. Nina and uh, 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 Garrett, uh, what are you doing?
6: Well, after, depending on how long this uh, meeting takes and, you know, when exactly it happened with the assistant DA, um, afterwards we we're going to start checking out some of the other uh, crime locations, just kind of eyeball them and maybe see what we can see.
1: Okay, uh, give me a team perception test.
3: Okay. Hey Cliff, while he's rolling dice, uh, when uh, Voss comes to pick me up, I'm going to start running um, searches for the, the names of those people. people? Uh, of what people? Oh, the people who work there? Yeah, the pastoral
1: folks. Okay, uh, give me a computer or a matrix perception roll.
3: Computer plus intuition. Uh, that's three hits on matrix perception. Oh, I'm sorry, matrix search.
1: Alright, so it's a pretty common name, but you've got an address to kind of go with it. You don't really find Do anything significant under under uh,
3: their records. And uh, there things like speeding tickets or parking tickets, things like that, but Gotcha, but none of them show up with any kind of actual crime history. Right. Would you get any your perception test? Uh,
1: working on it.
4: I had four. Yes.
1: <coughs> uh, would, would you get four hits on Ken?
4: Didn't you say do a, a group perception?
1: Oh, no, I meant for uh, Nina and uh, uh, Garrett, who were checking out some of the looking
4: things. <laughs> okay.
6: Well, Nina's got a higher uh, perception than I had. I can contribute to uh, Three hits.
0: Sweet. That makes for four hits.
1: Alright, so you look around the different locations, um, and they see some signs of heavy weapons fire here and there. Uh, and just overall, you kind of get the sense that there's not really anything else much to be gleaned from these locations. Well, it's worth a try. Are you just heading over to the pet store as well, or still looking around?
6: Well, I'll say we'll fire off a, uh, message to, uh, LT and tell them that we did our looky look and didn't really find anything of interest. Say, where do you want us?
5: Uh, I could use a couple of uniforms to uh, kind of back up what, the play.
0: All right. Okay. As long as he doesn't want me to try to convince anybody of anything, we'll be good.
6: Well, we'll take however long it takes to, well, get back into uniform and get over there. All right, so yep,
1: you arrive at the pet store, uh, the two of you in uniform... And uh, meet up with uh, the LT and Billy Joe.
6: What's the scoop, Lieutenant? We're going to do something hard, or we're going to do it fast, or we're going to do it all sneaky-like?
5: Well, we're going to go in and talk to him. You might need to shut down the store because of some possible illegal activity. And you two are here to uh, seal the scene, should it be necessary. Just like any other location that we shut down. All right. So, Billy Joe, come with me. Alrighty. Uh, Nina and Garrett, make sure you're visible at the doorway.
6: Okay. Alright.
5: What is the name of this pet store? Oh, it's, uh, it's,
1: uh, it's a pet store chain. We'll say, um, I don't want to pick one that's, uh...
2: Puppies and kittens? Garrett
1: don't have puppies or kittens, though. Uh Fuzzy oh, Sparkles. We'll say Fins and Fur. It'll oh. work for now. Alright, so you arrive at fins and fur.
5: Alright, get the badge out, go in and say, who's in charge here? And uh, I just walk over to the young woman, because she's probably the only one in the store today. She says,
1: oh, I suppose that would be me? Oh, uh, my uncle owns the place.
5: Oh, so you could be a representative of the owner?
1: Are you here to buy a fish? (laughs)
5: <laughs> oh no! Quite the quite the opposite. Um, it's really uh, kind of bad news. Um, there have been uh, reports of this um, kind of mistreatment of fish. Uh, there's a whole ring out there where they uh, use fish in these awful ceremonies. Uh, have you happened to sold any fish to some strange individuals lately? What uh Well, there's a
7: have
1: a dirty stranger coming before. I'd never seen him before. He bought a hamster and a couple of fish.
5: Yep, that's it. It's the hamster and the fish. It's really terrible what they do to these animals. Um, and uh, unfortunately, uh, we I have... he was a- joking about eating them. Oh, no, they don't eat them. He said they were going to be his friends, right?
1: Yes, but he made these offhanded jokes about eating them. I thought he was trying to be witty.
5: Oh, no, oh, no. But... That's no big deal. I'm sure we'll round. We're uh, in the middle of operation of rounding them up. Um, We're uh, actually more interested in uh, shutting down the supply of these uh, illegal uh, magical pigs and uh, guinea pigs. Fish? What were they? Rats or something?
1: Anyway, I don't have any rats. Well, actually, yes, I do. Rats are over here, but they're they're completely legal.
5: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it wasn't rats because those kind of rats. They'd be spitting ass and you, you, you wouldn't like that. Whatever. Anyway, but. We do, uh, do, we not, we do not carry paracritters here, sir. Right. That's, uh, that's why we're going to check that. I've got some uh, special officers who come down here once we uh, secure the area and uh, make sure there's no possibility of uh, any other victims. Um, we need to check your facility to make sure you aren't carrying any of these paracritters. Para- uh, my two officers out there are going to make sure that uh, nobody comes in while we're doing this check. Um, and with your approval, we're going to do a quick scan of the area and investigate and make sure there aren't any more of these paracritters.
1: Uh, there haven't been any paracritters here, but you're welcome to look. Thank you, ma'am. You see, we've got hamsters and,
5: and gerbils and rats. But we're going to have to check your Fish and, uh, here. entire stock here. Uh, what's behind that door? Uh, which door are you pointing to? Uh, there's a door to the warehouse or storage area we we're okay. trying to get into. Uh, that leads into the back office and uh,
1: the warehouse. We're
5: going to have to check the entire facility. Uh, there's no animals back there. Uh, we're going to have some of our officers uh, take a look through. Um, we have a special division to handle uh, the paranormal. Uh, he'll be here in a moment. Uh Get to Officer Voss here.
2: I will uh, start up the car and uh, direct it to uh, drop me off at the pet store.
5: All right. So, in this back office, uh, you can access the records of all your shipments and suppliers. Um, I suppose my uncle takes care of that. So, you don't do any restocking, huh?
1: Well, I do some restocking of some items, but uh, I, I don't really. Do do any of the the paperwork or any of the uh, the higher level inventory? Well, that's good. Then you you probably won't do any jail time. Jail time, but I have not done nothing wrong. Now there's my uncle. This is a pet store. They sell hamsters and gerbils.
5: Uh, and I'm sure you do that most of the time. But we need to uh, verify um, that it's safe here.
1: If you're looking for people who do strange things with animals, you should. I can. Uh, that we probably I could get my uncle to get you footage from the cameras. There's that there was that strange man
5: who came in here. Oh well, that's uh, be excellent and very cooperative. You want to show us some of that, um, Billy Joe? What were the dates we were interested in?
4: Yes, sir. That was the uh, afternoon and evening of the the second?
1: She says, I don't have access to that. You um, I, I have to talk to my uncle. He's not here right now.
5: Oh, um... Perhaps you can uh, contact your uncle and uh, have him uh, come down here. Uh, I think it'd be a lot better if we actually had the owner of the facility.
1: Uh, yes, I'll give him a call. She uh, makes a call, and uh, speaking Spanish. Yeah, I
5: speak Spanish, too.
1: Okay, Yeah, she's, uh... It's a uh, pretty straightforward, uh, yeah, uh, uncle, there's some police officers here. They're, they're, uh, concerned about, uh, people selling paracritters. I don't know, but they're, they're locking the place down. They're, they're talking about sending me to jail. You have to come down here quickly. I don't understand what they mean. There was a strange man. He bought a fish and a hamster and I think he's going to eat them. I think they're after this man. If we help him. If we help them find him, uh, they might leave us alone. And, uh, seemed to listen for a while. Uh, very, very well
5: uh, okay things of the phone uh he, he will be here in a few minutes he said thank you for your cooperation man Voss, have you had a ch- chance to scan the back room yet
1: have i arrived
5: um yeah you just pulling up now
1: okay
2: uh i uh i'll enter the uh the pet store Ugh, it's kind of kind of smells in here don't you have any windows uh anyway uh, you wanted me to to scan what lieutenant
5: um Detective Voss uh, in the back room uh some on your skills can examine the area and make sure there's none of those paracritters that we're worried about in there. Ah yes.
2: I am going to uh, switch to uh, astral perception and uh give a, a cursory once over of the room we're in and head into the uh the back uh,
1: uh warehouse. Right, there's, there's a
2: maglock. Uh-huh. Does it uh, look like, what kind of uh, maglock, uh, pa- uh, a key, uh, keypad? Yeah. Uh, Looks like a keypad. What are it's the, uh, the little numbers little. for this uh, this door here?
5: Oh, um, I'm sure the long, young lady would be happy to escort you in your uh, inspection. Uh, that way she can make sure that uh, we're doing it all above board. Ma'am, if you would uh, let uh, Detective Voss do his inspection?
1: Alright, so she walks up and... Uh... It's buttons and uh, unlocks the mag lock. Thank you. Uh, beyond, there's a short hallway. On uh, one end, there's a small storeroom with some supplies. It's not the larger room that the, the gun was in. Okay. Uh, the hallway goes the other way. It looks like there's a, there's a labeled office, and uh, there's another room kind of off to the right side. It looks like a, like a small break room kind of area. And then also sort of uh, opposite this door uh, down the hall a little ways is another door. It has another mag lock on it.
2: Oh, uh, there's uh, another lock here, a uh, uh, man. Can you, uh, can you get this one for me as well? So, uh, only my uncle has the code.:
1: Well, do you mind if I uh, take a look inside? I suppose not, but I, I can't open it.
2: I'm going to sit down on the uh, the break room chair and project. Okay, and then I'll go into the, uh,
1: the locked room. All right, so you project into the room. It's sort of a kind of a large open area. Uh, Give me a sensing test. Six hits. Okay. Um, There's, you're just kind of struck by there's just really almost no astral impression here. Um, There's not really any emotional significance to the area. Um, Nothing particularly strong and passionate has happened here recently. It's, uh, astrally speaking, it's very boring. And uh, you don't really see any, like, Blobs of technology and boxes or anything—it's um actually it looks pretty well open and for the most part empty.
2: Okay, um, does it seem like uh like the astral impressions in here might have been been suppressed and wiped or just weren't in existence in the first place or can I not tell the difference?
1: So with that test, you could probably tell the difference. Um, you know, if it has been wiped, it was done. Either a while ago or it's been done with a really, really by someone who's really, really good. Okay. But you're pretty sure that um, you don't really see any signs of of astral cleanup.
2: Okay. Then I'll come back into my body and uh, uh, LT, uh, I checked it out on the astral. No sign of uh, paracritters inside. Okay. Okay. Looks like if there, if there was anything in there, it uh, wasn't recently and uh, was uh, would have been
5: cleaned out expertly. Thank you, uh, Detective Voss. Uh, so, ma'am, uh, you're absolutely sure that only your uncle has access to that room? Well, y- yes, he he's the one with the code. Uh, I'm not to go back there. Uh, I'm sure that's very kind of your uncle to have told you that.
1: So, uh, will he be leaving now?
5: Uh, we have to, as a matter of policy, uh, check with your uncle, so we're waiting for him to arrive. Uh, he is the owner of this place, correct? Uh, yes, he said
1: he would be here in a few minutes.
5: Excellent. Uh, once he's here, we can uh, finish up what we need. So, uh, just to double-check, that room is the room we think you think uh, what we were looking for was in? Yes. Uh, uh so uncle is a, a person of interest because he's the only one with access. Yes. All right, so 15 minutes goes by, 20 minutes, half hour. Oh, no, um, I mean, after some time, after a little while, you know, we check how quickly should he have been here?
1: I don't know, he said he would be here in a few minutes.
5: He's usually not far. He lives just a couple of blocks away. Uh... Ma'am, could you give us the address? I'll have one of our officers go see if he's okay. Well, all right. She gives you the address. Uh, Nina, Officer Garrett, if uh, you could go uh, check uh, this address and see if uh, this young woman's uncle is all right.
0: Sure thing.
6: All right, LT. All
1: right. So you go to the address. It's, at a, it's an apartment building. Unlike a really tall one. It uh, looks like about three stories. Um, yeah. Looks like uh, four apartments per floor. Uh, looks like a pretty common, you know, low low to mid lifestyle area. How are you approaching the uh, apartment?
6: Yeah, I would say uh, park a little ways away, about maybe half a block near the car, and then kind of going on foot. That way, we're not exactly blatantly announcing. You know, we are someone might see us and get spooked. Or someone might take a couple pot shots at us or at the yeah. car. Okay.
1: And Nina? Uh, Nina? Hello?
0: Oh, sorry. I thought I had the thing. I'm, I'm following his lead. Okay.
1: All right. So you, you approach the apartment building.
6: There's a directory out front? Yep. Um, is it one of those you ring and they buzz you in kind of deals?
1: Yeah, it looks like it. There's also a key card uh, mag lock on the door.
6: Now, here would be a question. For quote-unquote emergency purposes, would there be, like, say, a master code that maybe we could use from, say, uh, Central? Say, yeah, we got a possible emergency at blah-blah, blah-blah address. I need uh, this lock. Uh, I need this uh, keypad unlocked. Or am I just hoping and wishing?
1: Um, yeah, you'd have to call the landlord, though. Eh. Uh, so something where you'd, like, carry on to, like, a magic skeleton key or something, uh, Something like that a, a, um, a Lone Star Decker might do.
6: <laughs> Fortunately,
0: that's something we don't have.
6: <coughs> well, Nina, what do you say? Should we just try it the old-fashioned way and see what happens?
0: What you mean, try to open the door? I could try that.
3: I, I mean, if you want, you want to invite a- the homeless guy in, I can try and come. And do no, some- you
2: do it <laughs> <hold> the old-fashioned <laughs> way. You hit all the buttons, <laughs> and somebody uh, hits the button to let you in.
6: <laughs>
0: yeah.
6: you. Well, we can try that. Let's try it the old-fashioned way and just... Hit the guy's buzzer and see if he answers first. Um, I don't really think maybe one of us should uh watch the back in case, yeah, I think that's a good go idea.
0: I'm right. gonna go uh find a nice out of the way spot to watch the back,
6: okay? Okay, well, looks like I'll the door at the all right. So you uh
1: buzz for uh Roberto Sanchez's apartment, okay? And uh, there's no
5: response, Jack. Uh Detective Holmes, you are free to assist. You just can't come to the pet store
3: and be seen again. Yeah. So where could I? Where Where can I help out at this
0: point?
6: Actually, kind of meander about, looking like you're you're looking homeless, quote unquote. Just stay in the general area, and if we need you, you can uh, move in. Otherwise, no one will know that you're there and you're supporting us. If it goes south. Works for me. All right, I'm gonna go with method number two—the random button pushing. See if some, and just hopefully someone will unlock. All right, give me an edge roll. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> ah, crud muffins. Only got two. Uh, that's good enough. After
1: about the fourth try, uh, somebody busses you in.
6: Okay. I'm going to. Uh what? What apartment is this guy on? He's uh, on
1: second floor. Um, Apartment D.
6: Apartment D, okay. I'll head up to the floor, kind of uh, keeping an eye out. As I'm going up the stairs, can I get a uh, eyes on the door for Apartment D? <sighs> um, uh,
1: almost, uh, almost when you get to the top that you can see where the, the door is. Um, all the doors in the hallway are closed. Not much okay. going on right now.
6: Okay, so uh, the door isn't like a jar or anything silly like that.
1: Nope, the okay. no, simple mag lock on the doors.
6: Okay. Probably
1: they waiting uh, two or three
6: okay I'll uh, fire off a text to uh, Nina and, uh, and mr homeless <laughs> and uh let them know I'm gonna knock on the door just be ready just in case so stand to the side of the door rap 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 listen
1: all right uh, the door behind you opens up uh, across the hall okay turn around uh, who is it uh, it's an orc, a uh, male orc, um, really, really big belly that's just hanging out of his, uh, too small t-shirt.
6: Nice. What's he say? Uh, Does he look at me kind of like, who, what are you doing? What, yeah, are you waking pretty much. Up?
1: Basically. Uh, you're in uniform though, right? Oh yeah. So he closes the door. Okay. Quick text. <laughs> Talk again? Uh, you don't, uh, give me a perception test, hearing based.
6: Gotcha. One, two,
1: three, four. All right. Do you hear an argument inside? Sounds like it's in Spanish between a man and a woman. Oh, good. I speak Spanish. Um, it's hard to pick up exactly, but you pick up some of the words here and there. And um, before very long, you realize it's, uh, it's a trid set playing.
6: Mm, okay. Do You
1: recognize it as a Spanish soap opera.
6: Hang here I thought I was going to probably cause to keep the door in. Oh, well. Check the door. Is it locked or unlocked? The door is locked. (coughs) It's a simple
1: keypad entry, probably rating 2 maglock.
6: I do not have locked. (coughs) I do. (coughs) Ah, okay, well how about this? Why don't you come and uh, uh, why don't you meet up with me inside here. Uh, uh, Holmes, you're the one who's outside? You? Tiny?
0: Maybe he's just not here yet. You lose Tiny?
6: Oh, yeah. I don't know. It uh, doesn't say says he's still here, but I have uh, not Guess not. Uh, Alright, well, I'll just let him know to watch the outside. Whatever he's doing,
0: Evan, can
6: keep doing. So.
0: Okay. Alright.
6: <coughs> can you guys hear me again? Yes, we can. Yep. Yeah, we can hear you. Now. There we go. So, yeah, Nita's gonna come inside and uh help out. So, just keep doing what you're doing, but try to keep an eye on uh, back, if you can. Okay. I'll mosey my homeless butt around back. There we
1: go. Alright, give me a perception test. Who? Oh. Uh, Holmes. This would be visual-based. Four hits. Okay. Um, you happen to notice that uh, across the street kind of facing the back, there is a um, it's a little ways away from the building. Uh, across there's a, like a storage unit, uh, place uh, over there. There's a car, an um, older-style Ford America car, and uh, looks like you caught a glimpse of movement in there, like someone was looking and then ducked down as you looked that way.
3: Oh, sweet. I'm going to start making my way over that way, and I'll report back to the uh, team what I'm doing
1: and right, what I'm saying. Nina, uh, looks like uh, Garrett lets you in, and you get up to the lock.
0: One die short of a critical glitch. Um, I'm going to use a point of edge to uh, reroll those failures. So close. It's so close. All right, that's going to be under which limit? Physical? Oh, it doesn't Mental, matter. Mental, isn't it? Uh, it doesn't matter. They're all the same. Five. Five hits.
1: All right, yeah. So you walk up and you just see this mag lock and you're like, it's pathetic. Why do people even bother spending money on these? And uh, about uh, <laughs> 10 seconds later, you, you manage to open up the mag lock.
0: Open sesame.
6: All right. Done drawn. We're ready. I'm going to slice the pie.
0: I'll presume I know what that means. Sure. And <laughs> make your small tactics roll.
6: dokie. Do
0: you have more than one rank in it? Oh, yeah. I'll help you then.
6: Oh, cool. Uh, three so far.
0: Uh, two hits, so add two.
6: Awesome. And if there is nothing inside the immediate room, the quote living room, I will move in, and it's a, small, in
1: it's a small, small, simple apartment. And okay. uh, there's a short hallway that leads in. The closet to your right, uh, living space area with a sliding door, the balcony. It looks like the uh, the doors covered by curtains. And uh, there's a kitchenette off to your left as you entered in. And then uh, further in, there's a bathroom and a bedroom uh, down another short hallway. And, uh, the tread set's going, uh, otherwise there's no real signs of life here. Okay.
6: Uh, you said looks that like someone: car-
1: packed, Looks like someone packed up a few things, uh, very hastily and then left.
6: Oh. Is the back door slightly ajar or anything like that?
1: Uh, nope, doesn't look like it.
0: Is okay. the tread particularly loud? Sorry, what's it? Is the tread particularly loud, or is it, like, normal, it's- like you could hear it from the couch, or what?
1: It's a little bit louder than normal.
0: I'll turn it off. <sighs>
1: Okay. Make a body roll. I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nuts! I die.
1: (laughs) One of these days I'll do that, but yeah, Uh, not today.
6: All right. Nothing's in here. Let's uh, go see what Holmes Holmes has got going on. He said he saw some movement. I got a funny feeling.
0: What's that?
6: See what Mr. uh, Ford Americar is doing.
0: You know, we got a medical plan for those funny feelings, right?
6: Yeah, I know. The company tries to have them surgically removed. They get me in trouble. <laughs> All right. Uh, quick text, Holmes. Apartment secure. Nobody in here. Occupant's gone. Well, I use an old—I'll use a term for a, another game I play. Power word, blah. <laughs> so, I'm thinking, head back out and I to go check out Mister Ford Americar. Um, detective Holmes, you think you can be watching from your particular vantage point? And if, say, oh, I don't know, he does decide to do something stupid, would you be able to intervene? I'm going to pipe you in what uh,
3: Detective Holmes is seeing, which is his hands kind of looking down at his cart. And if you've got audio, you can kind of hear him mumbling. And he's clearly walking towards the Ford AmeriCar. Okay. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, it looks like we better start heading in that direction, then. Yeah. All right,
3: so you walk toward the Ford America. Like, I'm not walking in a straight line toward it. I'm making my way down the sidewalk towards where it is. I think what I'll do is, like, if I got across the road, you know, I'll drop some stuff and, like, uh, grumble, grumble, you know, pick some stuff up, get onto the other side of the street, and then start taking the, uh, the cart towards the car again.
6: So, anyway, anyways, walking up, I'm going to do perception, general perception of the area. Anything that might be unusual, out of place, someone looking in our general direction, you know, just anything like that. All
1: right. So, yeah, uh, Garrett and Nina, you're kind of checking over the apartment building. Give me your perception rolls. And, uh, Holmes, uh, how are you approaching the car? At the, uh,
3: pace of a homeless shambler. Okay. Give me a, um, probably an etiquette roll. Okie dokie. Holy smokes. I got five hits on that.
0: Ooh, you are the homeless man.
6: Well,
3: you know, I live on the streets for the most part, so yeah.
6: The <laughs> Academy Award yep. for best bum goes to.
1: <laughs> yep, you blend in pretty well, even though there's no one else to blend in with, but, you know,
6: you don't look
3: out of place here. Neighborhoods have got to start going downhill at some point. <laughs>
6: Alright, for uh, my perception test, I got uh, three. Not quite as good.
3: Okay, so,
1: you just looking around for things, uh, you do happen to find that uh, there is a, uh, there is a, uh, a uh, revolver that is uh this in a holster that's just underneath the coffee table not really visible unless you kind of know where to look um after that you start noticing that there's like little weapons stashed all over the place uh mostly knives here and there but in a couple cases uh looks like uh grenades like grenades yeah like small handheld grenades um you can't tell if they're frag or high explosive or flash oh. bangs or whatever.
6: Are these um, like, are these, we're talking like uh, trip wires or stuff like that? No, um, easy access just, type stuff. Yeah, just easy access. Looks like uh, this guy never would want
1: to be outside of arm's reach of a weapon, no matter where he happens to be in his apartment.
6: Yeah, I'm guessing that this, this, we're probably looking at quite a few uh, firearms and explosives violations. Yeah, I'm firing a quick text off. To LT and Central.
7: All
1: right. No,
6: scratch that. Just LT. We'll hold off on the Central call. Just.
1: Yeah, about this time, Holmes, you get uh, caught up to the, uh, the car. As I said, it's an Oldest telephone, Fort Ameri-Car.
5: Probably. should you tell everyone on the team?
6: I just said, well, I'll send it to you, LT.
5: Team, be advised. Subject maybe is maybe armed
3: and uh, heavily armed. All right, so what are you doing, Holmes? Uh, if I get uh, up within a spitting distance of the car and uh, I see anybody inside, I'm going to ask them if they have any change. All right, so uh, <laughs> you go up
1: to the car. Uh, uh, there's someone there. You do see there's someone inside the car, uh,
3: uh Hispanic guy. Um, he kind of waves uh, you away. While I've been collecting things, do I have, like, maybe some newspaper or a rag or anything? Sure. All right, I'm going to try and uh, wash his windows on the floor.
6: <laughs> Guys.
1: He's uh more agitatedly trying to shoo you away.
6: Yeah, once we see this uh, over the link, uh, I'm just going to kind of give Nina the look that says, uh, let's get out, of it, out there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this may not end well.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, a few seconds later, if you continue washing his windows, the guy rolls down the window and uh, pull, points a gun
3: out at you. Uh,
6: we're going we're to up that.
3: I'm going to grumble like, well, I, don't, I don't want any problems, and I'll go m- mosey my way beyond his car. Right. And uh, when he rolled down his window, did I get a look inside? Was there anybody in the back, or is it like tinted windows or anything? Uh, give me a perception roll. Three hits.
1: Yeah, look, looks like it was just him, as far as you can tell. If okay. there's
3: anybody in the back, they're lying down. So since I'm not really familiar with much of the mind manipulation, is that stuff mostly line of sight? Yes, for the most, for the most part. part. There, there are some things that are uh, touch. Most of them are line of sight, though. Gotcha. I may want to cast a spell here. All right, what are you casting? Let me see what I have. Ooh, control thoughts may work. Is it control right. thoughts where you control, right. control their... Is it, that's where you control their thoughts, not their actual physical actions, Correct.
1: Well, you kind of do control their physical actions through their thoughts. Gotcha. Okay, but not I necessarily think I do. S- directly.
3: Okay, I think I do want to try and cast control thoughts then, and I think we're going to go with a force six. All right, roll your dice. I got five hits out of 12 dice. Okay. Uh, you feel the spell take
1: hold with three net hits. Uh, what are you controlling uh, his thoughts to do?
3: Uh, was the car running at any point? Nope, it's not running. All right, well, if his window's still down, uh, my uh, first command to him will be to uh, do, uh, I don't remember, do cars still have keys in, uh, this far in the future? Uh, yeah, sort of. I was going to say, I, I would want my action to be for him to take the equivalent of 20th century, take keys and chuck them out the window kind of deal so he doesn't drive off. I'm
6: just yeah, okay. the, of the car. Uh, yeah, he does
1: that. Uh, about this time, Nina and uh, Garrett are getting getting out of the building. I'm, at least I'm assuming you're running out of the building.
6: I well, let say running out the building. Um, is there... Will we be able to exit the building out of sight or out of the uh, Fort America's line of sight?
0: Or maybe out the front door and then around.
6: Yeah. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're thinking.
0: Best to we're stay go. uh, hidden.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, so what are you guys doing as you, uh, you... You've been sort of going out the... Heading out the front door, opening up, going around. Uh, what are you doing now?
6: trying to use whatever building and whatever cover we might be able to so I can get a quick peek before I just expose myself to whoever's in that car because he's already shown he's got a weapon. I don't know what else he might have in there.
0: Yep, try to get along the side or uh, preferably a little ways uh, behind out of the guy's blind spots and, you know, just see what he's doing.
6: Exactly. Okay,
1: there's a... There's a few cars here and there, so you're able to uh, make use of cover. Give me a uh, sneaking roll. And I got five. Me too. Okay, you're pretty sneaky. Uh, nobody seems to notice you.
0: Until we high five, because we're so damn sneaky.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
6: <laughs> that comes afterwards.
3: <laughs> All right, now, Holmes, what are you doing next? Uh, while I'm kind of standing there watching him throw his keys out, I guess my next action will be to have him chuck his, uh, his gun out the window to the street. All right, he chucks his gun out the window. I mean if if we're not gonna do if we're not gonna do initiative based stuff, um, basically I'm gonna have him chuck his his gun and his keys into the street, step out of the car and then kind of assume the position flat on the ground with the hands behind the All head. Right.
1: All right. See, he uh chucks his gun out the window, and then he kinda shakes his head and says,
3: Why the frag did I do
1: that? <laughs> Whoops. Uh now would be a good time to roll initiative. All of us? Yep. All well, three of you. So you're farther away, uh well yeah, just hold off on initiative,
3: unless you're immediately here.
6: Okie-dokie. Okay, okay. Oh, not bad. Oops.
3: All right, I got nine for my initiative roll.
6: I got 21. Uh, give me a second. I got kicked off earlier. I didn't get a chance for, to bring back up the Google Doc. Second. Okay, good to go. All
1: right, so, uh, Nina, what are you on? 18. All right, so, Garrett, you're up first. Okay. You saw him toss his gun out the window and then kind of shake his head.
6: Okay. What I'm going to try to do from my position behind cover, I'm going to kind of move up, gun already up and drawn, and basically move to where the open towards, where I start moving towards, I uh, I got a shot through the open window rather than trying to have to shoot through the windshield. I know I may not get that initially, but that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to move. And as I'm doing, weapon up, and I'm basically going to say, Lone Star, lone star hands Star, hands out the window. And I'm going to say it as authoritative, and as mean, and as don't frag with me as I possibly can.
1: Alright, uh, okay. sounds like a good call for intimidation roll. Yes.
6: Uh, Nina, suggestion, if you could come at an angle to where maybe we can get a crossfire type situation. Sounds good. I won't get too detailed into it, but I'll just... Hey, Oh, dang. That's a big old six on that sucker. That's six hits? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Right. Sorry. I have to make that five. Limit. Sorry. Damn limits.
1: Yeah, so you're um, you're feeling pretty good about the voice you used. You're like, yeah, that's just the way I practice it in the mirror. <laughs> Perfect.
6: Yeah. Let's see if it actually nice. works. <laughs> yeah, but I'm also remembering the grenades
0: he had back at the apartment.
1: Yes. All right. Next okay. is Nina.
0: I'm going to do exactly what he suggested. Um, come out from the other around and try to get the uh, crossfire situation he was referring to. I do not have, it, have it intimidate. Right, are you
1: trying to be sneaky or outwardly obvious?
0: No, I'd like him to know I'm there. Yeah,
1: cause now he knows he's right. got two targets. Do you want to make an intimidate roll? Prisma minus one, or just not?
0: Uh, no. That's dangerous. <laughs> you, All right, right, then. you may want me to, but I don't want to.
1: Alright, next is this guy's turn. Um, Holmes, you're close enough to see he's, like, opening up his glove box and getting something out. Oh, no. Oh. That's not and, good. Uh, that's pretty much his turn. Uh, your turn, Holmes.
3: Let's see what else I got in my bag of tricks. Double? What's that? That stun bolt would be good right about now. Yeah, I haven't learned that one yet. Not quite my style. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to move to find cover and cast increased reflexes. All right, cast your spell and modify your initiative.
1: Gotcha. All right, next we'll go back to Garrett. Second pass.
6: Okay. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold my action until he does something. And if he does something, if he complies with my commands, then I will act. If he doesn't comply with my commands and tries to do something stupid like, say, pull out a weapon, I will, responding, I will respond appropriately.
0: All right, then uh, Nina? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm um, going to use a, an aim action. Well, I can't because I can't see his hand that reached into the glove box, but <coughs> that's where I'll be uh, aiming for.
1: You can kind of see him through the window, but you don't have to clear shut him up his hands or anything. Sure,
0: yeah, so I'm not technically aiming, but I will ready a cold shot to his hand if he is uh, pulling out a weapon. Okay,
1: uh, Holmes, what's your modified initiative? Modified initiative is now 15. Alright, so you're still last. So he goes. he uh, pulls out a weapon and points it out the window at uh, Holmes. Boom. Yep. So make your... Attacks,
6: uh doing called shots. Yep. Um uh, I am not for me, so
0: I do not right, have huh? the book open, hand is minus eight, isn't it?
1: Uh hand is minus eight, yes.
6: Thank you. Okay. First time I'm using a sucker. Ruger Thunderbolt two. Right, what kind of shot are you taking? I'm going to take a single shot. I'm not gonna to try to kill him outright, but hopefully a uh uh, shot to the body will be enough to dissuade him from his current course of action. doesn't work this time Well I'll hopefully Nita can follow up. Remember, we still might need to I got three hits on a called shot to the hand. All right, and would you get Rob? Ah, sorry about that. had a dice table malfunction rolling now. not not my best roll only one. <laughs> All right, he managed to kind
1: of duck back in your your bullet. The yeah. bullet pings off the uh, the uh, car itself. Yeah. Um, Nina, you on the other hand, you get one net hit. So, um, what's the base damage rating of the weapon?
6: Uh, I got it from the base damage.
1: Yeah. All right. So, yep. Yeah, you um, you managed to do well, the maximum one damage. Um, you can choose one effect from the list.
0: What are my options? I don't have the book open. Sorry. Uh,
1: stunned, broken grip, or weak side. Stunned is he stunned, right? Stundle reduces initiative if he fails a body roll.
0: Broken grip, he can't hold anything. Weak side, he can't do, a, can't do a complex action or can't do anything requiring that arm. How is that different? I've been meaning to transfer all of these.
1: Broken grip, uh, they're unable to maintain their grip on anything with the stricken hand for a number of combat turns equal to the DV of the attack. So for one combat turn. I say go for that one, personally. Weak side, target suffers a minus one dice ball penalty and all melee defense tests while they suffer from the effects.
0: Yeah, broken grip. Okay,
1: so, yep, uh, you shoot him in the hand, he drops the gun, and uh, curses.
0: Out of the car! Go.
1: And, uh, yeah, you know, at that point, I think he's going to go along with it. puts his hands out of the okay. car, holds them both out, and oh. just starts yelling, Don't shoot, don't shoot! Okay. Self defense, don't shoot! Okay.
6: This- all right. This man uh, is assaulting me. Like, yeah, 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 save it. So, holster my weapon, grab his hands, move to the side to where, to the side of the car, so where he'll have a hard time trying to grapple with me, and I'll pull him up through the window if I have to. Yeah, hey, you, um, you start arresting
1: him, and uh, he doesn't resist. Um, he's say, no, no, arrest the, the man over there. He, he, assaulted me. He used a spell, I think. He tried to take my food.
0: <laughs> and you got a bridge to go live under? Go on, get out of here. Get
3: out of here. All right, I'll grumble and wander off.
0: All right. Book'em, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> and neither oh, the first so one in. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, I think we'll wrap it up there. Book'em, Daniel's a good line to roll credits on. <laughs>
0: The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to the Arcology Podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Arcology Podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast are the property of their respective owners. Original content of the Arcology Podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. So if you use any part of the show, please give us credit.